Jesus nah. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Episode 580, November Ooh. 11th, 2019. Year's almost over. Yep. Got uh, the, the end of the year always flies because you got two big holiday weeks. Everybody's taking vacation. If you say so. I mean, where I work, they do. Well, where I work, they don't. Yeah, well. The bad guys don't take a day off. <laughs> the bad guys don't take a day off, so we can't either. So we can't either. We have to work oh. on Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> that sucks. Welcome to my world. Uh, but on the show this week, we've got Anthony. Hola. And we got Drew. Hello. And we will have uh, the Wombat too. He'll be joining us in an, in an electric boogaloo. Yep. Yeah, so... Death Stranding's out now, so let me spoil the ending. Let's just kick it off. You know, I think I saw a post on Twitter. I'm pretty, would, I'm pretty sure. Me. I'm pretty sure I saw a post on Twitter. I'm if like, I don't do know. That. I don't know what any of this means because you know it's convoluted, I guess. If but you I'm do d- that type of shit and you get hit by a car, good. <laughs> I just, you know, why would you like, do like, that? Well, it's just that for like, look, if you go. I'm doing a whole playthrough, put it on YouTube. As long as your your icon is not the end of the game, I have no issue. I have no issue with you in a thread that is about the spoilers of the game. If you bury that shit well enough and no one can see it, good. Like, do your thing. If you go on Twitter and just post a video of the ending, fuck you. You're an asshole. I mean, like, I mean, if you didn't happened... watch that video, you deserve to be spoiled because that ended well, like, like 45 I've minutes. Heard. <laughs> I've heard. But, but like, <laughs> and, and we're far enough away from it now. So, I mean, it was Devil May Cry 5 hadn't even come out. And someone leaked the sequence where uh, Dante gets the hat. That was a cool sequence. It is. Dude, the game isn't even out yet. You have, like, two hours till launch. Like, fuck you, you asshole. Like, it's just... What benefit... Uh, just... Mm. Mm. Yeah, anyways, if you stepped outside and you did that shit and then you got hit by a car, nothing of value was lost. I hate I hate people that do that. And I, I'm not so... Eh, don't spoil it, you know? But, like, there's there's... When the game's not even out or the game's been out for an hour, fuck you. You know, like, if it's been a week, I can't really say much, but, like, if, yeah, just at some point, like, if you're doing it before the game even launches, like, you're an asshole. 
Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, it's, it's small stuff. Like, you know, uh, one of the cool things about Spider-Man, which I have not played, I plan on playing it next year, got spoiled for me. And I'm like, really, guys? Why would you post a picture of that? People love their PS4 share. I swear, man. <laughs> like, Bat, and I, I, I didn't even mean to do it. I, everybody knows the story at this point, but I got one of the big things that happens in Gears of War 3 spoiled for me, mainly by, apparently there's a song, and the title of the song is what happens. And I'm like, great. Now I know what happens. Yeah. It's, I, mean, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to mention it just in case somebody hasn't finished Gears of War 3, but I mean, we're on it, 5 at this point. It's crazy to think that growing up, this wasn't even a chance for me. Like, not having internet. And oh, yeah. Things not even be... Like, in order to get spoiled, you have to be standing in line at a movie with behind somebody who's already seen it. Yeah, that was the biggest thing, was like, you know, if you remember back when Psycho first came out, all the trailers were just about this woman stealing money. And at the end of Psycho... Like Alfred Hitchcock would come on screen saying, "Okay, nobody talk to anybody about the ending of this movie. I want everybody to go in thinking it's about a woman stealing money. Don't spoil it for anybody else. I mean, that's that's the links that they had to go to. Remember, remember when Harry Potter's last book came out and people had that, and then people yeah. would drive by and spoil it. Funny, yep. but you're an asshole. Yeah." yeah. The, the big like, one I can't I, help but laugh because when you're driving by a co- like a bunch of people in line and yelling out a spoiler and the specific page it's on, like that's a lot of work, and I laugh at it. But I mean, seriously, if that car got into an accident, like uh, the uh, the big one that I remember was all the hoopla around the Blair Witch Project. How about um, it being real? About it being real, and that's why everybody was like, "Oh my god, we got to go!" See, and the worst part, and and like. Fuck you, Jay Leno, but he had the stars of the movie on this on his show the day show. before the movie came out. <laughs> and you're like, come on, man! I mean, they marketed that movie as this is real. Yeah, exactly. And then like the stars are on Jay Leno the night before the movie premieres, and I'm like, yeah. really? Like, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. It. I still think the Blair Witch Project is creepy. It is creepy, but it was it was the 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 stigma behind the fact that it was real. Yeah. It was the, it was the fucking, the, the first found footage movie. Yeah. I, well, is it, I mean, I think they were trying it's to the avoid it. the first one I, anybody can name. I think it was a, well, it's because Cannibal Holocaust was notorious for having people they thought were actually died in the film to the point where I believe the filmmaker was brought to court and the defense literally Um, and, uh, I don't remember, uh, exactly how it happened, but, uh, when Trent Reznor did an EP, like did his broken EP after a uh, pretty hate machine, um, he did a VHS, a pretty hate machine. Anyways, they, it floated away on a balloon. Like they tied it to a balloon. It landed in a farmer's field and they thought it was a snuff film. And like again, you had to show up. So it's like, I think they are probably trying to avoid stuff like that by having the actors on because no one really wants to be brought to court, even though the defense is really easy and goes, "Here's the actors," but it's still time consuming. 
potentially money yeah. wasting. Anyway. I'm just, I, but let's blame Jay Leno because fuck him. <laughs> well, he's not around anymore. He's not doing he, the, he, the Tonight he, Show. He, so. I got a big head. But he... <laughs> <laughs> okay. He sounds just like him. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if I don't do. I hate him. Let's talk about video games. Yeah, sure. Uh, before we do that, though, uh, somebody weeks ago said, "Why don't we talk about other stuff?" Has anybody else watched Watchmen? No, I, I don't. Not. I don't pay for HBO. It's fucking expensive. <laughs> I Holy did for Game shit, of Thrones. Was Man, good. was I disappointed? Yeah, I still haven't seen the last season of Game of Thrones. You don't have to, Ken. I'm going to be honest. I know. With you. I, everybody, everybody hated it, so I don't need to see it. Yeah. Well, Watchmen's good. I, I'm sure it is, and it's. Is it just a retelling of Watchmen, or is it like the 1960s Watchmen? No, so it's... Like the Crime Busters. It's a sequel to the comic book slash movie. Oh. Takes place in modern day. And it's kind of the world dealing with the stuff you saw in the comic. I think it's clearly inspired more by the comic than the movie, but the movie's pretty close to being accurate. To, I mean, like, we're supposed to hate that movie now, right? Because it's Zack Snyder. I don't. I'll I'll still defend that because his pessimistic view on Batman and Superman was worked really well for Watchmen, which is a pessimistic comic. Anyways, um, the show is really good. It's a uh, sequel to the the comic, and like, so Rorschach is dead, but his journal has been co-opted by a bunch of white supremacists who have started a cult. Oh, God. And, uh, it is HBO, Drew. Come on. And um, it, it, Dr. Manhattan's still on Mars. And, <laughs> like, it's it's just this... And vigilantes team up with the police in, this, in uh, Tulsa. And they fight this cult of white supremacists that all wear like Rorschach like masks. It's it's interesting though because it's not just like about them fighting the white supremacists. It's about like the justification of putting on a mask and fighting crime and not being part of the law and stuff. It's an interesting show and it's really weird and I'm excited for another episode tonight. So did they did I mean they continued the Watchmen in the comics, right? Mm, so Yes and no. Wasn't it called after Watchmen or something like yeah, that? Yeah, uh, or before Watchmen. I think there was there was some there was some sequels that dive uh, dove into the characters a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then they are recently doing a series called Doomsday Doomsday Clock. Clock. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they actually brought in the Watchmen into the DC comics for a while. I don't know if that's still going on, but so like they brought Doctor Manhattan in. was like part of one of the big resets, right? Yeah. And I, it's, af- it was the new reset after the new 52. Yeah. And, uh, there's some neat stuff there, but I mean, Alan Moore hates everybody for reading his characters wrong. So, uh, it has nothing to do with the original Watchmen comic. It's not written by Alan Moore, but at the same time, like, I don't think any of that stuff has taken a shit on Watchmen at all. So, but, uh, I'm really yeah, enjoying Alan the new Moore's series. A- Idiot. Yeah, Alan Moore. Listen, Alan Moore is at least better than Frank Miller. Alan Moore's just a grumpy old man. Frank Miller actually hates a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, but a great show. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I mean, they could 
really blow it like they did with Game of Thrones. I don't know if they're doing multiple seasons or not, but uh, so far, so good. Uh, video games. Uh, I finished the Modern Warfare campaign. Um, I need to go back and finish that. I'm. I just did the mission with the field with the the lights. Yeah, that's a that's a good gameplay uh, segment. Um, I still stand by what I said last week. Um, that I wish they just kind of. And, and Jay, we were having the discussion about uh, Spec Ops: The Line, and it's like maybe I was expecting too much, but I. I roll back and think of like the things that they were doing in the original Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two, um, and it, this just seems a little bit more of a blockbuster film where they just kind of really don't want to say anything, even though they're making the Russians out to be the bad guys, um, and they 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 kind of even pull back on that at the end. Um, there's some, and and as I to say, there aren't moments where you go, oh Jesus. Like, that's rough. Um, but it's just, it's not the same sort of impact. And maybe we're just, in, in video games, we've seen a lot worse now. So it's, like, not the same. But uh, there were some moments in there where, like, you play as a kid and stuff. And that was kind of messed up. And um, I think the best segment, though, is this kind of this open world moment where they sort of set you into a uh, manner and you kind of go in zero dark 30 except that you're solo and um price is sniping from above and spotting and that is a huge map and it's great like you're going into you're outside and then you're in you're inside the buildings um and there's a big set piece there that was really good um there is a waterboarding sequence which i think is more just like all right I, I got it. Like, I think the Grand Theft Auto f- 5 torture sequence said a lot more and, and and was more impactful than your character being waterboarded at one point. Um, no, there is a sequence, though, that takes place in Russia that where you uh, have... You remember how we had the talk about the guy that uh, shoots the kid? Yes. You capture him. And then you have his family. And that sequence was probably the most like. Whew. Is that the one you can skip? Yes. Okay. I've I've heard of the sequence that the game gives you the opportunity to skip if it is too uncomfortable th- for you. Yeah, like in, in in what's really good about that though is Price turns to you in character and says, "I understand if you want to sit this one out." And I went absolutely fucking not. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm here. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, this guy's an asshole. Uh, and I think you can get a different ending depending on what you choose. How do you choose to end that? Like not ending of the game, but ending of that sequence. Um, and then it. What's interesting is the game ends, and then it leads into Spec Ops, which apparently is also got story in it. Yeah. So, Spec Ops, though, I don't recommend you play unless you have four people. All right, then. Good to know. That ge- that thing is fucking hard. Yeah. So. I finished that. I still feel the same way where I just kind of wish uh, they were a little bit more just, you know, like they clearly want to say something, but they are, are stepping up to a line and just not crossing it. And that's okay. I understand they want to make money, but this game has already been pulled from shelves in Russia. Like, so again, either say the thing or don't like it ends up not benefiting you in any way. Um, 
and we could look at Svekovs and say it doesn't benefit you to make a, you know, but I think that game was sold poorly because of how it was. Well, you shouldn't have called it Spec-Ops. That was a fucking budget line of PS1 games. That is also true. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, I don't even think that they did a good job of promoting that game as anything more than just a shooter that has sand physics. Yeah. So, um, I have a new game for review. Uh, I'll talk about Catherine first. Man, I'm really bad at that game. Other than that, like, that game's really good. I'm really bad at it. Um, and then... I have a new game called Tracks, but it, I don't know why. Every time I put a code in on my phone or my PC, it doesn't seem to auto-download on my Xbox anymore. Uh, it used to, but it doesn't anymore. I don't know why. So that's not installed. But I have played some Death Stranding, and I can totally <laughs> understand why people would be annoyed by this game. I have not had that issue yet. Maybe I haven't played enough. Um, all I have to say, though, is that the fact that you are having to do stealth around guys you can't see is probably one of the best, like, horror sort of sequences, but the worst stealth segment. A lot of people aren't paying attention. Um, I've watched a few videos this week of people playing those sections, and they keep hitting the scanner to try to see them. That no, is not how you... First, go into first person. No. Put your camera towards where you think they are and let it sit still. It gives you that tip. Oh, and I've not I seen not, one. Per- I you never have, got you that to, tip. Yeah, you have to sit still with the camera pointed where you think they are and they will appear. Like it's 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 kind of like a mechanic of you you need to focus on where the thing is and you can't move. You can't move your character, you can't move the camera and eventually they will appear. So, I go into first person when I do those segments. Because you can move in first person, mm-hmm. and yeah. I can see the creatures in first person. Yeah. It's it's so. just funny to see everybody, when they get into those segments, they crouch and immediately start hitting the scanner. The scanner oh, doesn't the scanner do that. Doesn't, it doesn't do that. It doesn't show you where it, they it, are. It, it, but that's... So, there's a... There's a I understand why they do that, though. The first time you actually have to do the stealth segment, what happens? The scanner pops up, shoots out the beam like you normally do, and the creatures are seen floating. That's a mistake. If that's not what that's going to do, don't do that. That's why... That's a bad telegraph. Yeah. So, other than that, I totally understand why reviewers have a bad time, to some extent, because the world is populated with junk now. Oh, is it? I haven't jumped back in since the game so, came out. So, like, people are building bridges and ladders and ropes, and at times, like, what should be noted is that's only good once you set up the the strand or whatever, the network, right? Mm-hmm. The chiral network. You can't chiral, see their stuff until you connect until you, Right. So, it it does force you to have to navigate the terrain. But yeah, once you do that, there's I've had ladders I've crossed, I've had ropes <laughs> I've climbed, I've had bridges. Like someone built a there's a point where you get to a windmill. Someone built a bridge right outside the windmill just so you didn't have to walk over some of the terrain. Yep. Okay. Cool. I suppose that's I'm just gonna use this to cross over. Save me the effort. Like, alright. 
Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm assuming there's a lot more in there. One of the things I ran into towards the end of the game is the one of the best traversal mechanics in that game is the, uh, the zip lines. And as I was playing with the reviewers, there were a ton of zip lines in the world, but they weren't connected to any other zip lines, so they were just useless. Uh, so yeah, yeah there it's... there was not nearly as much in the world. And during our review period, there was a big chunk of time when the servers were down. And when so, the servers are down, you don't see anything. The only the only thing that's irritating is like there's a bunch of fucking icons that people have set down. Yep. And it's Lines. just like, all right, all right, I got it, I got it, I got it. It feels like pop up ads. <laughs> yeah, the neon close, signs. Close, 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 close. Like, all right, I got it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see like some pe- some people already have like thousand plus likes on their stuff. Uh, oh god you can spam that, the likes like i got yeah. to the point where i could spam almost 500 to a thousand yeah so i'm i mean it that definitely helps this game a lot um i i'm enjoying it so far it's really weird that opening cutscene. i i mean i was messaging you ken going what the absolute fuck yeah, um, it, like I said, it starts off with a bang. And it, listen, it, anybody that's like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, if you've seen the trailer with where Norman Reedus is holding the baby, that's in this opening segment. Just watch that, and if you go, because if you're not like fully sold, just watch that sequence of like just the intro where they're riding on the back of a truck, and what happens there. And if you watch that, go. What the fuck just happened? I want to know more. Hey, maybe this game is for you. <laughs> Cuz that's what sold me on this game instantly. I was like, okay, whatever that was, I want to see whatever more. <laughs> and like I, I and like I said, you know, all of that stuff is great. I just wish I wish after the start and it gets you interested in it that it didn't take so fucking long to get back to it. So I I still think that now that the world is populated like it is, I have a feeling that the... I feel like the reviewers got screwed on this game to some extent. Because now that the world is populated with stuff, traversal becomes much easier traveling through places that you've unlocked. So that's going to cut down on time significantly. Like that kind of sucks that you like, you have to basically review a game that's built somewhat around user generated content where there, where there's no user generated content. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was very limited. Like there were, there are portions in that game and I don't want to spoil anything, but where you're in a snow covered area, I've heard about it. And there is, there was nothing there for me. Like literally nothing, no help, no structures, no, no, and that was painful. Do you have to play this game online? Yes, if you want the connected stuff, you need. But to you be don't online. have to have it. No, you don't have to have it. It just becomes a longer slog if you do. I know, like you don't need uh, PlayStation Plus to play it online. No, 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 no. You just need to be connected to the Death Stranding network or whatever. Yeah. There's a little. It's like a. It's like a dark. Think of it like Dark Souls. Like there's an option to log in every time, and that basically just connects you to the network and and lets you see other people's basically their blood messages. But instead of just blood messages, there's also like structures that they have built that you can use. 
Yeah. So here, here's my my thing. I have not played this game yet. I have it. Um, but yeah, I we should st- probably say that Sony, Sony sent us gave- a bunch of extra codes. Yeah. yeah. Sony gave us like three codes. Uh, must so, be nice. No, oh, here we go. <laughs> Dude, you got WWE. Come on. <laughs> that's not that's not really a but like a, a, a good we, thing, Drew. Yeah, and, 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 and and we got codes too, Drew. So hey, listen. Yeah. Based on your based on your Twitter comment, WWE gave you as much uh, enjoyment as it gave me. So <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. Like when I was proofing that some of the stuff you said, there, I was like, man, that's gold, Jerry. <laughs> it was great. But uh, yeah, but my, anyway, what, what I was saying about Death Stranding, I. You guys talk about like, oh man, this this the intro really gets me, and if it if it hooks you, then you you know, give it a shot. Metal Gear Solid Five had an amazing intro. It did, and unfortunately, Metal Gear Solid Five didn't finish. No, Metal uh, Gear Solid. Oh. Here's the thing, I'll, I'll, I give Death Stranding the benefit of the doubt because it's not called Metal Gear. The problem is, is that Metal Gear Solid Five, as good as it played, was not a Metal Gear game, and I hated it. You know, I didn't hate Metal Gear Solid Five. I, I liked the gameplay loop. I had a lot of fun in that game. I just wish it would have paid off some of the story beats that it did not. Yeah, that that game was obviously not finished. But I mean, at that yeah. point. How long did it take us to get to the ending that we got? Two, like it, 40 hours, yeah. Yeah, and the same thing will happen in Death Stranding. It, it is a 40 to 50 hour game. Just, um, God, Marty. And there's a lot more that you can do. You know, I was reading an article today about an item that I did not even know existed. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this game, and the reason why I didn't see a lot of it is because I needed to get to the end to write the review because I knew that there was something in the back half of that game that I needed to see before I wrote my review. Mm-hmm. And I'll be real honest with you. If I hadn't made it to chapter seven or eight or whatever it is, when I wrote my review, that motherfucker would have been a six or a seven. Some I... people still gave it that. Yeah, no, there, there certainly is a lot of sites that, that did give it that. There's a lot of sites that gave it a 10. I don't argue with people, but this game is not that good. Yeah, you know? no. That so so, I can already see what like, I going from the the first place you start to the, what is it the power station? It was like the first loc. It was the first trip you have to make in the game. After that, I did that. I went, yeah, because they're like. I found uh I found something laying on the ground that they're like bring back to the home base or wherever you start right, and I was like, this is what this game's gonna be and tell me to go forward, but then it's giving me a bunch of cargo to bring back. I'm gonna be real pissed. You'll find a lot of stuff laying on the ground too. But... I if it's not on my way, if it's not going, if I'm not <laughs> heading that way in the direction, go fuck yourself. That's trash. Yeah, should have been a better porter. There's a lot of it, trust me. Oh yeah, well, and then now I have stuff that people have dropped, like actual people playing the game. Oh sure, are. sure. There's a so, lot of people dropping shit. Um, my my favorite portion of the game though is the um, Ken, you're gonna have to help me with the name of them. The ex delivers, the ex 
the, the guys that steal your packages? Oh, the mules? The mules. They you are... have the lore as to why they're the way yes. they are. Yes, that's the best part. That's the best part about it. What an interesting concept! Uh, I, <laughs> I, I think, I think though, like when I'm playing the game against them, and I'm hiding in the grass, and I'm holding my breath, and I'm sneaking up on them, and then I tie one up. Like it's that's a neat sort of gameplay loop, and I, I mean, now I have stuff that allows me to deal with the BTS to some extent, but it's just um, you'll get something else. Well, I'm talking the piss and poop grenades. Yeah, no, you'll get better. Can so can I just this is this was um this is a thing that happens very early on. We've talked about piss and poop grenades already. Yes. Um, talked about it last week. Um because that was a thing that they showed. Um So I realize this is really gross, but um Guillermo del Toro's character, who by the way, steals every moment he is in because he's such a lovely man. Um, he says that he tried sprinkling the urine or whatever over a BT air- infested area, and they had some res- positive results um, as to like it dealing with them, and then like negatively, like actually getting rid of. Why don't I just cover myself in piss mist? Then they can't grab me. Like I, I know it's gross, but Bear grills it. Like just cover yourself in piss and shit. And then walk through, and there's not an issue. I can't understand the logic of this. Like we're gonna we're gonna put your piss into a grenade that you throw and can miss. How about I just cover myself in like my bodily fluids and walk by them? It doesn't right. make any sense to me. Here, here's what it, n- n- none of this makes sense. <laughs> do they? Can do they explain why the the BTS don't like piss and shit? Why the BTs don't like piss and shit? Well, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, here we go into the. Let's just uh, say that there's something special about your character. There's something special about your character. Gotcha. Uh, and it's, okay. it's it's like you can use in, not only is there piss and shit grenades, there's uh, there's shower water grenades. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes. when you take a shower, the water goes into the drain, and then Heartman creates some ex grenades out of your shower so, water. So now I just is I need there a to... fart poop man? I'm just curious. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be no, honest with you, Drew. When when Die Hardman is on screen, I go, "This is the dumbest shit." Not only because I remember his name as Die Hardman, um, it's like he's got the mask that the character, uh, the um, Ludens, the mascot character for Kojima's production. He has that mask on. I, I love the fact that every time I hear his name, it sounds like a Mega Man boss that I created in third grade. Uh, no, die, die, die Hard, hard Man. Based, based off hard movie, man. Die Hard. Based um, off John McClane. Yeah. It's, it's yeah not... He doesn't wear shoes <laughs> and attacks you with... Uh... <laughs> it's, he attacks uh... you with broken glass as you step on. <laughs> I just I... like... <laughs> what... <laughs> but, but like... So this is... So the, the intro sequence is really cool, um, but they... They even ask you as you start up the game about dooms, just the thing that allows you to sense um, the BTS. <laughs> Norman Reedus got the dooms. He's got the dooms, and then there's something. <laughs> there's something. There's something. There's something about the star sign that you're born under. You get some sort of bonus to dooms. God yeah, knows you put what your, that you put your does. birthday in when you start the game. Anyways, they. Okay, so at one point you're trapped in a cave and like there's another character and they turn to you and go, oh, you have dooms. And he goes, yeah. 
and there's no more explanation of it. And then they're like, uh, later on, they're like, this lady would like to talk to you. She's your mother. <laughs> She's your like, what? <laughs> What's going on there, Ryan? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. back bedroom on us. My mic got unplugged. Oh, okay. I, I heard I heard like some Saturday morning cartoons going on in the background. No, you heard you heard uh, Hitman. Oh, okay. Which is a Saturday morning cartoon. That is a Saturday morning it's cartoon. Super kid friendly. It's www.bigbaldhead.com. Um, so, anyways, uh, they they will explain everything, but they really gloss over dooms early on. They're like, "This is why using your piss will work on the bad guys." I'm uh, just about, curious. What, have you, what about dooms? Have you, you made it that. far enough to learn about Haka? No. We need to talk. We need to talk when you learn about Haka. Every okay. time you guys bring up a nonsensical word, it's really <laughs> making me not want to play this. Video. Okay, so oh so, come on, Drew. Think about think about Back to Metal Gear Solid Three. Okay. The, the, and the, the bees, man. The man that shits out bees. The pain. <laughs> The, the pain, pain, the sorrow, the bees, man, the man, the, the pain, bees, the, the sorrow, bees, the end, the boss. <clears throat> There's the it's it's fucking stupid. It's Kojima isms to the well, nth degree. Well, I'm maybe I've I'm grown out of those though. I might, you might have. I'm more irritated with the fact that they call the baby a baby the BB. It's a bridge baby. It's a it's an acronym. I I, I know that's still, but it, it sounds like baby. It sounds like you're saying baby wrong. It's the I think baby. That's, I think that's the reason why it, they it's did awful. It. I hate it. Every time they say it, I'm like, oh, it's just the baby. <laughs> Call it the baby. Everybody's calling it the baby. No one's. Oh fuck off. So stupid. It's, it's a baby. baby in a jar. I don't need to fucking call it anything else than a baby. Because there's a, there's a there's a. Didn't Metallica cover that song? Baby in what? a jar. Maybe <laughs> it's the sequel to Man in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's a, prequel, a prequel. Actually, yeah, prequel. It's the prequel. <laughs> prequel to the Man in the Box. Oh man. R.I.P. But I, I, I love, I love this game so far. Like I, I, I like the fact that like, oh, when it starts raining, I start going, oh boy, here we go, and then like. You'll get that slowdown for a second, and you're like, oh, "I know I'm entering BT territory." And then it's like the little the little antenna thing pops up, and I go, "Fuck!" Here's where everything slows down. Yeah, that, and that's eventually eventually they give you enough to deal with those things. Well, uh, I'm gonna more... be honest with you. I haven't. I other than the first time when you're leaving the um the the uh, incinerator, I have not had to deal with them really like i've been able to stealth my way around them the oh sure time... stealthing stealthing around them is easy and dealing with them later in the game becomes even more easy and then it just they make it so easy uh by the end of the game that it just becomes a <sighs> I gotta do this again like it's it's not it's Fun. not as interesting as it used to be it just becomes an annoyance because eventually you don't even get concerned. You have several tools at the end of the game. Well, to that's every it. sort of stealth game where you level up. True, I mean, but why not introduce harder right. things to do? I, like make I'm it more, more challenging. There's still... <sighs> the, I got to the point the, where I, I, I would just let get, them catch me every time. I still can't get over the fact that it's a stealth game with invisible enemies. 
Like, yeah. just, to that I would point. literally just run through it at the at the end just to let them catch me because not only did it end it quicker than stealthing through it, uh, also a lot of times when they grab you, they'll 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 give you a little ride. <laughs> take you, take you, and you can kind of steer it, so I let him steer me towards where I was headed anyway. <laughs> um, I haven't had any issues with the motorbike, but there's also bridges now. I was so going to say, yeah. you probably got roads and bridges, motherfucker. I was trying to drive that thing over little rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I was very critical before release. There's still some dumb shit, but... Uh, Seeing this game, I, I again, I think reviewers got a lesser game out of this than what I'm seeing with the community attached to it. That, I mean, in the future, that community won't be there. So going back to this game, hmm. But um, I think for what it is, it's a weird cooperative Dark Souls game without the antagonistic aspect of like entering someone else's game and killing them and that's it that's it for me all right drucifer yep play some video games some some i have not um played the stranding of death the stranding of death but uh i have played let's see I played a game called Darkest Devotion or Dark oh, Devotion. I forgot about that game. <laughs> yeah, I'm still reviewing that game. It's definitely <laughs> that definitely sounds like a Sarah McLaughlin song. <laughs> Dark Devotion. Dark Devotion. But uh, uh yeah. That is a 2D side scrolling Souls game. Huh. Never seen one of those in the indie department. I have not either. It's hard. Cool. Yeah. It it has some interesting things. I just feel like that... I don't know. I, I have good news, Drew. Sure. We're at the end of the nuttiness. Yeah. This is this is the last... I was going to talk about it in releases, but the bi- the final biggest games of the year are out this week. So we can finally breathe. Well, I got that. Um, I honestly haven't made it very far because I suck at those games. Yeah, me too. And I, I don't, I don't find it fun to die at the same boss ten times. But you beat Any, Dark Souls. I, I, yeah, that was a different time. <laughs> that was when I, I, I had time to do those kinds of things. That was in the long ago in the far true true. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm reviewing that. I am also reviewing Citadel Forged in Fire. Fire! Which is, it, I don't even know how to describe this game. It's kind of like Rust a little bit, where you start off with nothing and you have to go and craft stuff. It's another one of those games where your character starts in a pair of undies. Yeah. <laughs> For like two hours this game, I ran around in my... Because I was able oh. to craft a hat. Oh my god, what the fuck is... Yeah. What, is what the fuck are video... Video games were a mistake. Yes, they were. <laughs> um, But this is... It's all about... It's like a medieval 
Rust kind of thing where you start off with nothing, you run around this open world, you can craft whatever you want kind of thing, including structures. Um, uh, you can, but everything's done via magic. So you craft your own spells, uh, depending on what you use to craft your spells. They have different, uh, attributes, including like arcane magic or light magic or dark magic. You know, it's, it's all different kinds of magic and you basically make a spell and equip it to one of your weapons. So the starting weapon I got was like an ax. I was using it to chop stuff. I don't understand what I've done wrong, but the game tells you, hey, make magic spells to equip on your axe. Cool. Did that. Now I have a blast attack and I have a healing attack or, or a healing spell that heals myself. But I can't just swing my axe anymore, which means I can't just chop a tree and get wood. So I'm like, I don't know. Do, should I keep a weapon without magic on it? I, like, I, I can't figure the game out. This game is, this game drops you, and the tutorials are like little stones you walk up to and read stuff. Now, there are missions at the very beginning that kind of show you, here's how you craft, here's how you do this. But after that, it's just like, go off into the world. And if you die, you lose everything that you have with you, and you come back to your corpse and pick up your stuff. And I made it relatively far and then died and said, I don't want to run back and get my stuff. And then I probably have not went back to it yet. I was waiting on the Wombat at 6.0. <laughs> yeah, and then I killed the dragon. <laughs> there, there, there are mounts in the game where you can like ride. I, I, I'm assuming a dra- there's a dragon on the cover whenever you boot up the game. So you may be able to get a dragon, ride it. I mean, you probably got to spend like 600 hours before you get a dragon. Probably ride it, my <laughs> dragon. But um, holy yeah. dragon, holy dragon! <laughs> no, you you ride the tiger. Come on. <clears throat> Ride the lizard. I was doing Pony by Genuine. Uh, oh, I, don't. I don't. I'm too old for that song. No, you're not. That song was like the early '90s. <laughs> yeah, that was 90s. the '90s, Ken. Okay, I'm too white for that song. I guess I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm reviewing that. Uh, there is multiplayer. In fact, like you, you choose at the beginning. Isn't it like an MMO? Yeah, it's it's a bit like an MMO. There's there's PVE servers, there's PvP servers, so you can be building stuff and have people just come and wreck you if you want. Which I said I didn't want to do that. Um, and, I mean, sure, there's like two or three servers that that are full, but the rest of them are just completely empty. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I think they sold probably about 100 copies of this game. I was say, isn't that about right? Yeah. Isn't that special? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to feel about that game. You could just feel like, well, why the fuck are you putting this game out? I mean, I'm sure there's people out there enjoying it. I looked on YouTube. There, there was I found a lot of videos on, like, you know, playing Citadel. I think it's more of a streamer game. It's it's like Minecraft mixed with Rust, and people join in and 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 fight with each other or build stuff and co-op quests together. I don't know. We're basically in the era of video games that we always wanted when we were younger. Like I like we would talk about 
we just want this game so we can play with our buddies. And the problem is, is that all of us that wanted that now don't have time to play with our buddies. So That's unless you're, it. yeah, and and unless you're making money doing streaming and playing with like thousands of people that watch you, you you don't play these games. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a sad day. By the time we got what we wanted, we didn't want it anymore. Yep. That's exactly what happened. And I also am reviewing Need for Speed Heat. Yeah, I I played the trial of it because I have EA access, so yeah. I only played like an hour of it. So what do you think? Exactly what I texted you. It just feels like they copy and paste the same fucking. I'm some no name dude, um, heading out on the streets. I, I got to join this crew. Uh, I start off with a simple race with a car that they gave me. And then I got to go upgrade a said car. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what Need for Speed's always been. Yeah, and it just feels like it's the same thing. The biggest story that I saw about this game over the weekend, it it don't, it don't got no microtransactions. It ain't got no yeah. microtransactions. Yeah. They, 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 they listened to the complaints of Payback. Did they really listen, or did they just not care about this game? <laughs> well, they may not have cared about it. Because I didn't see one commercial for this game. Yeah, I didn't either. The and, and you I... know, there's so many people out there as well that are like, new Need for Speed came out this week? Mm-hmm. I saw that sentiment a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it looks great. Yeah, um, it is pretty. Yeah, and uh, I think it it's fine. But the game's fine. Uh, they have this... I don't think it was in Payback. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I played Payback, but they got this this mechanic now where when you take a corner, instead of using your brake or your e-brake, you can just release the gas and then jam on it again, and you just start oversteering. Yeah, that's new. That's like a new mechanic, and I actually like that. I do too, because it's it's just like, you know, it makes it real simple. You you You, you don't really have to push the brake. Yeah, I, with racing games, there's always I've I've noticed that racing games are one of two schools. There's the school where you let off the gas and tap the brake in order to go around turns, and there are games where you keep holding the gas and tap the brake to go around turns. And with this one, it's just hey, let off the gas and tap it again, and boom. Yep, you start turning. Um, it, it's okay. I, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Pretty sure that guy that runs the garage you first meet where you get your first car. Mm-hmm. Is that Lucio? Oh, you mean his voice actor? Yeah. It and his face. Sound, yeah, it kind of sounds like him. It's his face, too. I'm but pretty Lucio's sure that's him. Lucio's not modeled after... No, Lucio's okay. not, but this guy is modeled after the guy who okay. does yeah, the I voice. You. I got yeah. you. I'm pretty sure that's him. I mean, these games... I saw him and I was like, this is an actor I've seen before. Yeah, all these characters spill... All of the voice actors spill over into different games. Yeah. You know, like, I, I still am, like, shocked every time I remember Matt Mercer's McCree. Like, that's just a crazy thing to me. Yep. But, um... Jennifer Hale is Ash. Go figure that one out. Commander yep. Shepard is Ash. Commander Shepard's Ash. Crazy. But, uh, yeah. It, it's, you know... The, the the one thing I will give it is it does have a interesting mechanic. You can choose to, to race during the day or night. Racing during the day gets you cash. Racing during the night gets you reputation. Uh, and at night, when you race, you have the cops chase after you. You get your heat level up. It, it incre- doubles your 
depending on like the multiplier, it gives you more rep. Um, and you have to get rep to unlock the new parts. And then you have to have cash to buy those parts. So it kind of gives you a, I wouldn't say a grind, but it gives you something to chase after. Um, I don't know. It, 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 like story, who cares? It's like it's it's this it's the same fucking story. It's the same story. Payback had at least a different kind of story. Payback was essentially the Fast and the Furious. You know, trying to get a crew to do like heists and stuff. In this one, another thing that I noticed is they're trying to be real dark. Like at the beginning, they were just going to fucking murder, straight up murder that dude. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like this would be more impactful if it was better presented. I feel like it would be more impactful if it was not a bunch of punk street racers. If he wasn't wearing a surgical mask and like orange cargo shorts. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. I chose, <laughs> I, I chose the, the most douchiest looking character I could to play as. Uh, Man, these, I was like, yeah, this this guy looks like his. I don't know. He just looks like, you know. I went to Yale, and you know, fuck the man. <laughs> My dad has a seventy thousand dollar yacht. Uh, I'm I'm still waiting on the game where you can you can as a as a like a emote you can do the thing where you open the front door and like twerk as your as the car's moving. Yeah. I want to do that. I want that to be my emote. You want you want to ghost ride the whip? I want to ghost ride. The, is that what the kids call it? Ghost riding the whip? I think that was probably about five six years ago now, but I could be wrong. Ghost okay. ride is where you let the car in neutral move and you dance around it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I want. But that then there is that one where Drake weaves the like the people are dancing to that terrible Drake song, um, which could be any Drake song really. And the door is open, and then they're dancing, and usually the person in the passenger seat is filming them, or the person that's in the driver's seat is filming them, depending on. I thought you were going to reply with "Okay, boomer." That's no, what you were going to do "Okay, boomer." <laughs> no, that was pretty much. Oh, it was like, oh, that's funny, and then it was like, okay, wow, they beat that that horse dead really quick. I mean that uh, I felt bad for the horse and all of his family because <laughs> they beat the shit out of that horse. Yes, we yeah. got it. You can meme. Woo! Man, assholes. I, you know I, that one. Gosh, what was the fastest meme? I'm trying to think. Before they fucking like, took it out back and put a bullet in its head. I don't know. It, yeah, it's been it's been a little while. I, I remember I bit feel like strips every were were really annoying. Oh. What what was it? Bit strips. I don't Facebook, know. Sh- Facebook shit. Bitmoji. Mm-hmm. They're like these sort of look like you people cartoon things. Awful, awful, awful stuff. Yeah. I, you know. Okay, so I, I just have to bring this up because it cracked me up. I, I hate the memeing, and I hate like everybody's just using it constantly. But I saw, I got an email or something, or I saw it on Twitter or something, that somebody is trying to say, saying, okay, Boomer is the equivalent of a oh, yeah. slur. Yes, yes, that's a real thing. And I was because just like, what? <laughs> we can call, we, we'll tell you that millennials are ruining the world, but as soon as we got called okay, Boomer, we had to cry. Yeah. Oh my god, I was Losers. just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, the problem is, is that the, the Boomer generation is dying out and they're grasping. For dear life, I, I just 
I mean, how long before we get memed? When, when, what is our name? You know, the Gen Xers, what are they going to call us? I don't know. I'm a millennial. So, okay, boomer. Oh, that's right. You are, and I'm not a boomer, Drew. No, no. But, but you're, old, you're older than me. That's all that matters. <laughs> so, is that how memes work? If you're older than me, you're immediately the oldest thing there is. Yeah. I don't know, man. What's up, dinosaur? That's like that's like in Yakuza. Like Kazuma is like 35 tops, and he'll run into like a street gang. And they call him Gramps, and I'm like 35. Don't they call like 27 year olds Gramps in the esports scene? It probably. Yeah. They're too old. Like, oh, he's like 35. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm that's old, Drew. Now, so I guess I am old. Drew, I'm 40 in 13 days. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. Happy birthday, Boomer. Can I yep. can I just have some time fall on my head for like for two minutes? I'll just be past it. Yep. Father time over here. <sighs> I you know, I don't know. I, 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 I know I am disconnected from the The youths. From the youths. The youths. I feel like that there's another problem with Death Stranding. I realize Norman Reedus' character Sam is is really like ah, what would it do any good? I feel like the someone should bring up the point. Do you really want to connect with these people? Do you? Do you not remember when that was a thing and it was terrible? Do you not remember it's Twitter? Not, yeah. Do you do you remember Twitter? <laughs> oh, well, Sam's going back where, to bed. Where people could threaten you <laughs> daily. Well, I saw the the tweet from Michael or Mike Tyson yesterday, where it was like social media has made people forget about disrespecting people to their face and they get punched in the head. But now you can you can call my, uh, Mike Tyson a convicted rapist and not have any consequences. Well, unless he comes to your house, then you're probably going to be out cold for about a week. That's true. If you don't die. Yeah, I mean, that dude can still throw a punch. Yep. Really <laughs> hard. Fast. Yep. Yeah, really, I don't know. No, thank you. I don't know. I take just about anything said, other than a Mike Tyson punch to the forehead. That being said, you should absolutely follow OJ and give, say like great advice, killer, or killer advice, sir. Or... I'm not. I'm not following OJ. I've, I've seen multiple of his <laughs> his videos. Think, Anthony, you you replied to one of them, and I said, well, you... I so. I may have retweeted one of them and, yeah. with a with a comment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. Lanta. Let's, yeah. oof, let's uh, move on to video games. How about that? Okay, sure. Uh, I don't talk I, about OJ Simpson. Sorry. I uh, well, he was in a video game once. Uh, yeah, probably. Was he? I mean, he played football before there were football video games. Oh. So maybe he was like a like I mean, a legend. He might have been in one of the first Maddens. On. I would yeah, say like he a legend or something. Yeah, I know Mike Tyson was in a video game. Of yes, course he, was. he was, but they you can't. Was, and he was later out of that video game. Yeah, they like they, they. You notice they don't even like acknowledge that video game anymore. True. And then Comedy Central gave out. Comedy Central gave him a uh, a cartoon. He was I also mean, in uh, uh, Fight Night, one of the years of Fight Night. That's was true. He really? Yeah, oh, yeah, he was. Cool. They I added him as a legend one year, and it was like a big deal. They they promoted the hell out of it. I can't remember which Fight Night it was though. It was kind of like when the NBA games got Jordan, because you remember Jordan wasn't in games for a very yeah. long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. and they made a huge deal out of it when they got Jordan the first time. Yeah. All you, right, you... so I, I had to look it up. 
because I was like, I don't think he, uh, OJ would be in any football game. I feel like they knew better by the time they started doing the throwbacks. All Pro Football 2K8. Oh man, I own that game. I do too. He is. He was. Game. He was. Uh, God, he, during pre-production of the game, Simpson was a member of the in-game team <laughs> called the New Jersey Assassins. Oh, players wow. on the hold on, hold on. Players on the team perform a throat slash as a touchdown celebration. Oh God! <laughs> who, who at 2K thought that was a good idea? Uh, in 2000, the retail, 2008 was a different time, guys. <laughs> However, in the retail uh, version of the game, Simpson was moved to the Cyclones. But holy fuck! Wow, that's <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, wow. I kind of wish he was on the Assassins just so we could watch that train wreck in 2019. Uh, Maybe we can trade him. I'm pretty sure you could move characters around on the roster in that game. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what's funny is I, I went back. For some reason, I was going through our archives, and I just clicked on a random podcast, and there's a picture of, like, the, 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 the you know, the picture for our podcast. The picture is Bill Cosby. <laughs> Uh, we, did a, we did a lot of Bill Cosby jokes back in the day, and oh, if we'd only known what Mr. Huxtable too. <laughs> Those aged like fine vinegar. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, in this day and age, and again, maybe Death Stranding, you should remind them of Twitter, everybody's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Was it, they're, they're pulling Jeremy Renner out of the Marvel movies now? Yep. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, sexual assault allegation, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. spousal abuse too. I think. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to. I don't want to say this, yes. but I can see that. <laughs> yeah, it just it just feels like, man, y'all did some shit, and everybody's finding out about it now. <laughs> well, this is the. I mean, it's so much easier to find out about stuff now. It's easier to find out about that stuff now than it ever has been. Yeah, this is true. And that's, you know, that's good. And there are some yep. bad times where it's not necessarily that bad of a thing and people kind of blow it out of proportion, but no, fuck it. We'll build a wall in Colorado. I don't care. I'll move on. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that tweet. Hey, we gotta. I, po- I apologize. We, we gotta split the people from Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. Oh, all the all the infighting. Oh. Video games. Anything else, Drew? Not, you? not really. Uh, okay. Overwatch, you know. Yeah did you did you do your placements? No, I did my placements for the last season. Oh yeah, the, that, the, that's the over. day it ended. Yeah, that's over. The new season started, and you know they got map rotation now. Yeah, I know. Which Horizon, maps do they not have? Horizon and uh, Paris. Paris, good. Two yes, of the Paris. worst freaking matches. God. Those two maps are not in the comp rotation right now. I'm warming up to Junkertown. Oh, that map's fine. Yeah, I think it is now. Horizon and Paris, Paris especially, it's just there's way too many chokeholds. Well, Horizon after the rework is a lot better. Before the rework, it was terrible. Yeah. But yeah, Paris's choke point in the front, they really fixed that. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. Anyway, people love it when we talk about Overwatch. I'm sure they do. So we'll move on to the Wombat. I don't think he played Overwatch. I mean, I couldn't. No. I, I did not. I definitely <laughs> did not. He, play, he played the game of the year. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, because this week was just insane for me, that's all I played. Nice. Um, so Let's I, I have it. a game to review that I still haven't even had a chance to boot up yet, but that'll happen tomorrow. So, um, WWE 2K20, my review is done and submitted to Drew for proofing. Proofing um, is done. Okay, good. Yeah, it'll be it'll be going uh, up this week. Spoiler alert: it sucks. <laughs> um, the I game believe that and the means review. it's a. I was gonna say, I believe that means the review is a must read. It, um, yeah, that game's terrible. It's it's just terrible. And the more I played it, the more terribleness I found. Um, so yeah, it, um, um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I found that I didn't talk about last week, any new, uh, I don't think I was on the show last week when the, um, the, the floating of Finn Balor happened, um, where I went to drop, or my son was actually playing as Finn Balor and he went to drop kick me. And just immediately started floating in the air. Um, and the only way to get him down was to grapple him. And uh, that also, of course, caused some very interesting uh, body horror uh, as his limbs stretched out all over the place for a half a second. Um the game sucks. Don't play it. Don't buy it. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. It's, um, don't even if you think, Oh, you know what? This game is so funny. I should buy it. Just that. Don't. It's not. It's, it's just not good. Um, it, I think I had to look through my reviews. It might be the lowest review score I've ever given. Um, it is certainly the lowest review score I've ever given for a, a uh, big game from a, a big publisher. The only thing that might have gotten a worse score from me is Destroy All Humans Big Willy Unleashed. <laughs> That's not wow. really a big release anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. So, um, it's the game sucks. And even if some of the, the goofy geometry stuff got fixed, by the way, the floating in the air thing, post-patch. Oh, um, yeah. There was a patch the, this week. The um, drop kicking the other person with the trash can on her head and missing four times consecutively, uh, also post-patch. Um, the, the patch may have fixed a little bit of the, like, warping around and stuff, but uh, just barely. Like, it, it, there's still a lot broken in that game. Um, so, uh, my, my biggest thing, and I saw a picture, is a picture of Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. Why does or he look in, like Murder in, Face from that game, Metalocalypse? <laughs> In that game, he's the manly man, Randall Average. Um, okay. He no, he the, their version of all the legends. Drew is uh, like I don't even understand how they screwed these guys up so bad. Um, they, they have two versions of Ric Flair, each more horrifying than the last. <laughs> they, uh, the Rock doesn't like of all the people. How do you screw up the Rock? Um, but. They sure found a way, um, and uh, like I don't know, it's I I can't. Um, the entire game looks like shit. 
so it's hard for me to 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 pick out individual characters that look more like shit than the others. They all look like shit. How did what they the not? Heck? How did they not have just classic straight up fucking Hulk Hogan in that game? Um, I I think the they have um the only version of of Hogan that they essentially care about anymore. Which is just, the version of Hogan that um, shows up every now and then, and uh, but I mean they have it other, goes oh brother dude brother uh, yeah but it's like so crazy that you guys are still clapping for me brother and then he probably goes and has sex with someone else's wife and insults racial minorities oh god damn um, it. and he's not he's not he's not playing as Hollywood Hogan I, I think they have him keyed as Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's not even uh, just like straight up Hollywood Hogan. Uh, it's not up straight up Hulk Hogan. Hollywood just, Hulk Hogan. Ew, yeah. fuck, that's so wrong. It, you know, being a fan of the Warrior back in his day, the fact that they used the fucking Sergeant Slaughter, fucking American flag version of him, and that game drives me up a wall. Like, give me the, 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 the orange and green one. That's the one. I'm looking at a picture of The Rock from 2020. It looks like they have mixed Randy Orton, The Rock, and maybe Dave Bautista together. Yeah, I I have never... So, of all the things I never expected to be able to consider The Rock, um, it would be average looking. And they have found a way to make The Rock in this game the most average looking human being that I've ever seen in my life. What the hell? Like you know, like you know, police sketches where they don't have a whole lot of information about the person, and so you end up with this like generic picture that could be anybody. That's what half the faces in this game look like. Oh my god! Like someone who's never watched wrestling before did police sketches based on someone else describing the wrestler. That's (laughs) that's the way they look. Brock Lesnar looks all right. Well, he may be one of the ones they actually still had the stuff for. Either that or Brock Lesnar himself was going to murder someone if he didn't have a, a good uh, True. visualization yeah, in the game. They all look straight out of Soul Calibur 3, graphics quality included. That's true. Although we need the announcer out of Soul Calibur 3. <laughs> Hollywood! Oh, that was the other Hulk thing. Hogan! <laughs> I, had mo- I had multiple situations where... Um, I So I put this in my review, but I'll, I'll give you guys a little sneak preview. So I decided, um, you know, one of the things that that people do with Fire Pro Wrestling World, which is the major competitor to um, the WWE series in terms of wrestling games at this point, um, it's not much of a competitor because they don't have WWE guys, but still. um, One of the things that they do is the AI in those games is so good that you see a lot of channels pop up on YouTube or on Twitch or whatever, where it's just sim matches, where it's just computer versus computer, and you can just watch. So I tried that in um, <laughs> 2K20. I thought, you know what? Let's see what happens if I if I do computer versus computer. Can I can I guess what happened? Uh, go ahead. Them, yes, I'd love to hear them, you guess what happened. <laughs> one of them pulls a poochie and goes back to their own planet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, thankfully, no. Um, although I did say in my review that... Um, the entire time I was playing the game, I felt like 
I was seconds away from just floating up into the sky and disappearing. Um, but no, the, the AI um, takes turns standing there looking at each other and not doing anything. Um, at one point, the one of the AI-controlled wrestlers ran out of the ring, turned around, and immediately ran back into the ring. Um, at one point, the one of the wrestlers Irish whipped their opponent into the corner, and then Irish whipped him into the other corner, and then Irish whipped him into the other corner, and then tried to Irish whip him again and got reversed. Actually, um, they will will they'll do a move and knock people down, and then pick them up and just stand there and look at them. Um, it's the AI is terrible, but in the midst of all that, um, my favorite part was one of the AI wrestlers put one of the other AI wrestlers in a rear chin lock and the commentator shouts something to the extent of spear, spear, spear. And it was at that point when I said, you know what, if you can't even sync commentary to the moves that are actually happening, your game's just completely broken. Completely broken. And so, I mean, um, you're, you're like, I I don't know much about programming, but like, that's a simple, when something happens, this happens. You would think. Yes. Yeah. That's like, it's, it's literally a sentence when blank happens, blank or this happens. Well, like that's, mm, that one's annoying. Yeah. So like last year's commentary would often talk about things that things and people that weren't currently in the match. And I think I mentioned last year in my review, ah, it actually makes it feel more realistic because WWE does that shit all the time where they just talk about stuff that's not actually happening in the ring. In this case, it's not talking about people that aren't there. They're watching a completely different match than what's actually happening on the screen. Um, so yeah, the game sucks. Don't buy it. That's, well, that should have been my review. I probably put too much work into this review. The review probably should have just said, this game sucks, don't buy it. Um, and we should have all moved on with our lives. So what do you think happened with the development of this game? 100% what it seems to me, outside looking in, happened is Ukes left. And the um, it it seems like a lot of assets must have been lost somehow. I'm not sure how. Because I believe that's actually true. I think uh, I read somewhere that that actually did happen. Yeah, that <clears throat> it certainly it, it certainly would not be a stretch for me to believe that that happened because they had much better character models for a lot of these people last year. Um, so it it there had to be some of their assets had to get lost. Some of their their uh, motion captures or something had to get lost. Um, and I think generally what happened is, um. They Ukes left, and they brought visual concepts in and said, here's their shit. Do what you can with it in the next couple months so we can release a game. That's because as soon as Ukes left, what should have happened is Ukes left. 2K should have said, all right, we're taking a year off, and we're going to build a new engine. We're going to let these guys build a new engine that's their creation that – 
they believe in and can work on and know how it works. And, you know, we'll, we'll have to skip a year of the game. Now, whether that would have worked per their agreement with WWE, I'm not sure. But um, in an ideal world, that's what should have happened. It's clearly not what happened, though. They just pushed out what they could get out by release date. And um, they'll have to try and convince people to come back next year, which is, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest, is going to be a really hard ask. Um, this game, the games have never been great. Um, but they also never got the publicity for the glitches that this year's has gotten. Um, and so I, I have a feeling, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm naive, I have a feeling it's going to be a lot harder task to get people back on board next year um, unless they can find a way to pull some magic out in the next 12 months. I mean, when was the last good one? You know what's funny is I feel like last year's was the best one in a long time. Um, they had probably since 2K13 um, steadily been getting just a little bit better every year. Um, never great, but better. Sure. And um, I, from my perspective in this series, there's never been a great game. Um, that last year's was probably the closest, but, and I, I would say it was just good. Um, but you know, last year's game was an, was an eight out of 10, uh, eight, eight and a half out of 10. I could give it that score easily because of the, it was clear that they had listened to some of the areas that they needed to improve on. And it was clear that they made progress on the universe mode and the career mode that laid a good foundation. Um, which is why it's so disappointing that uh, they turn around this year and release this piece of trash um, because they, they basically squandered all of the um, all of the progress that they had made. Um, and you're back to, I mean, this is the worst one they've ever released all the way back to as long as they've been putting the game out for sure. From my perspective, there hasn't been a great WWE game. Um, Man, probably since one of the SmackDown versus Raw games, maybe 2006. I don't remember which one was really good. Um, it's been a long time since there's been a really... Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back. There hasn't been a great Sim-style WWE game since then. WWE All-Stars was tremendous. Um, but WWE All-Stars was super over-the-top. Um over the top exaggerated character models and moves and stuff like that but it was really really fun um that was the last great wwf game period from my perspective the last great one um that sim style really honestly probably was one of the smackdown versus raw games before it transitioned over well i'd like to think that they're going to fix it but I'm going to guess no, considering it's too, the, it's too late. I, well, I'm not talking might. about this year's game. I'm talking oh, about gotcha. going forward. It's like the WWE requires them to put out a new game every year. And you got to remember next year they're building for new consoles. Sure. So. Well, yeah. And I mean, this, the, the thing is this engine um, is, is Uke's engine, right? Like they, they've been, it's the same underlying engine that all those SmackDown versus raw games had. Um, now it's, I shouldn't say that it's the same sort of fundamental base that those games had. Um, 
Ukes has owned that for forever. Um, and so now you got a brand new developer that's coming into it. Um, I think the success of next year's game is going to 100% depend on whether or not they um, can build something new on their own or whether they have to try and um, duct tape back together this other engine with a whole bunch of people who weren't there when it was designed and haven't been a part of the iterations. That's crazy. Yep. It's bad. Uh, anything else? No, I've got NBA to play that I'm I plan on doing that tomorrow and the next couple of days just to, to get that um, played. And so I can get that review done. Um, I did buy, um, uh, cause it was on sale, uh, for 17 bucks at Amazon, uh, Hitman two. So I've got that coming to me, uh, to play at some point, but before the end of the year, um, I think that's about it. All right. Uh, uh, I did, I'll... I did reinstall, I should say, I did reinstall, uh, uh, mass effect Andromeda. I'm going to try and give that another run before the end of the year too. Oh, the game that, uh, I, I like that game. It's I, not... I just don't feel right not having completed it, so yeah. I feel like I've got to I've got to finish it. So it so. it feels like a different game than the rest of the Mass Effects, which I think is the weirdest thing about that game. Uh, right. I was going to ask which game because I heard Mass and then like cut out. So Mass oh, Effect Mass... Andromeda. Yeah, yeah, Andromeda. Andromeda. I never got more than probably three hours into it, so I need to start over again and try and finish it it's it of all the stuff that sits on my backlog that's the one that bothers me the most yeah i feel like mass effect andromeda is a good game that shouldn't have been called mass effect gotcha that's a weird way to say it but it's just yeah it's too separated from the story like you think of mass effect you think of the shepherd trilogy right and there's nothing i mean there's little pieces here and there but it doesn't even feel like the same world it's weird gotcha um so I'll wrap it up. There's not a whole lot for me to talk about. I'm still coming down from my Death Stranding hangover. Um, I did play a lot more of uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. And so far that has been just, I don't know if it's a combination of coming off Death Stranding's just grim, tedium. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, Luigi's Mansion is just, is just a delightful game. It's, you know, visually just, so impressive for being on the switch like the physics stuff is really neat i love the metroidvania kind of but instead of powers you're getting like elevator buttons to go to different floors and every floor is like a unique experience and i think that's super interesting you've heard the intro sequence is clearly a setup when they arrive at the hotel yeah, yeah, like basically everybody's mas- got masks. All the ghosts have masks on. Very clearly. yes, yeah. It's it's essentially the the ghosts catfished Luigi and his friends. Nice, which is kind of <clears> the <throat> plot of the original one too. You won a mansion in this one. It's you've won a trip to a fancy hotel. Yeah, yeah, and there's like a an overarching plot of who's behind it and all this stuff. It's and I think the most impressive thing about it is that most of the story is told through just, like, Luigi's facial expressions and his mannerism. And I think that's that's super effective. 
Well, I mean, that's that's how the other ones are done. I mean, other than EGAD going, Baba Dabu. Um, yeah, that's still there. Yeah, but like... But it's just it's just like all the little things in this game. Like, in order to communicate with EGAD, you use a virtual boy, and they call it the virtual boo. Huh. And when you're talking to him, it's like a codec thing, but it's and all in red and black. Game Boy Horror? Yeah, it, it, they, they're going off of that. But the funny thing is, is they actually poke fun at the virtual boy in the dialogue. Which I thought yeah. was really funny. I, 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 sort of side note to that. Like, honestly, when Le- the Lego games dropped their pantomiming and just went to full dialogue, I felt like it lost a lot of charm. Cause, yeah. like, there's something about being able to tell a story without saying anything, like, that's just super charming. And it's not that you can't have any dialogue, but, like, they just started just straight up using vocals from the movies at one point. So, yeah, there was the the Star Wars games were one of the first ones to do it, and they were just using lines from the movie. And I'm like, this is nah, nah, I don't like this. Yeah, the Avengers one too did that, and it's just like, and and that's not to say that they didn't have good writing. Like Dimensions has amazing writing. It's just it, it the the fact that like Nintendo is still unwilling to kind of let their characters speak, I think is something great because like even you know the new zelda game like i really wasn't like fully engaged when the voice acting happened like it's like all right i don't have to read that's about it yeah so. i mean link still doesn't talk so there is that and thank god yeah so no, i haven't played any other luigi mansion you're fine i mean it's not like you need a a, a a through line of the story that's going on the war luigi. of luigi's mansion the motherfucker catches ghosts Nah, like the first one is he he wins a mansion and then you, he arrives at the mansion and it looks nothing like what he's won and finds out that Mario's been kidnapped. Um, the second one is basically more of the same, but you go through different mansions to catch ghosts. And like the lore is, is that these these are the games that gave Luigi as much character as he does and makes him, I honestly, a better character than Mario in my opinion because I just let him be. Fun. Yeah, it's not it's not a platformer. It's just a it's, it's a puzzle, puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. Yeah, that's, it's that's a little exactly bit of action. And, and like that's the whole the, the whole the whole sort of um, thing with the original and then the sequel was the like how interactive everything was with just the simple use of just being able to sometimes tap on an item or use the suction or blowing from the. Vacuum. <laughs> this yes. game is the, the game is the dirtiest pantomime ever because you suck, you blow, and you flash. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. I mean, that's exactly what you do in the game. Yes, you I know. A flashlight, and you flash things to get like the electricity working, or to stun ghosts. You suck the ghosts into the thing, and you blow items around. Okay. And then the uh, the dark moonlight is back in this one as well, but it's not as. Oh, okay. It's not as prevalent as it was in Dark Moon. Um, it's mostly used to find booze and hidden things and paintings and stuff. But uh, and then Guiji is the the new addition. I mean, the fleshed out addition into this one. Uh, the goo was actually in Dark Moon, but this time it's actually a character that Egadis created Rod. that you can spit out. It showed up in the uh, remake of Luigi's Mansion, but it was only for multiplayer. Yeah, well, this one you can use it single player, or if you want to play co-op, uh, the second player is Guiji, which makes the game stupid easy if you're playing co-op. 
Because in single player, you have to switch control between Luigi and Guigi, but if you're playing co-op, you can both just be running around doing whatever. Hmm. So, but no, it's 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 a wonderful game. I think it's... I mean, Nintendo has pretty much hit on everything they've put out this year, and this is just another example of them putting out a quality-ass game. Uh, speaking of Nintendo games, they stealth-launched a game yesterday? Um... It's made by the people who made Little Nightmares. But it's nothing like Little Nightmares. It is a two-player co-op game where you're playing as EMTs. And the objective is to run around and pick up people on a stretcher and then bring them back to the hospital to get undizzied. The stretchers. The stretchers is what it's called. And Tarsier. Who also made one of my favorite uh, VR games, Static? Yeah, this is um, this is essentially a friendship ruining uh, co-op game. So it's kind of like uh, Overcooked. Yes, it's it's Overcooked. Oh it's, man, uh, Overcooked is stressful. What's the new one? That Heave Ho. That game just came out. Uh, it's a lot like that, where you're both working together to accomplish a, sing- a single task. Um. Yeah. I, okay, so I've never seen any of this game, but looking at the, I have like, the, I'm looking on Wikipedia and it's got the picture of one person holding the back of the stretcher and the other person holding the front. I'm assuming you control your character, but you're tethered together? No, you're not tethered. You can separate. The, you can actually pick up and drop the stretcher. You can pick up and drop people. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's, um, and I I played around with it solo a little bit, and in solo, it's the it's the left and the right side of the controller. So the right analog stick moves the the one character, the left analog stick moves the other, and then the two triggers are the grab buttons. Hmm. And it's wild. That sounds like uh Adventures of Cookie and Cream. Yep. It's one of those. Um and it's very much a cartoony art style, very over the top. You can drive the ambulance around town. It's a wild game and it's uh it's pretty fun. Especially if you're playing with somebody else. So there's a lot of those on the Switch. You know, Heave Ho is another one, Cooked is another one. Um, and this just adds to that. It's it's weird that it's in, like it's published by Nintendo and like it wasn't even announced or anything. It just dropped. Like I remember seeing that it launched in Japan on Thursday night and then Friday morning, I sure enough, I get a press release. It's like, hey, the Stretchers is out. I'm like, okay. Sure. Oh. And while I had the Switch running... I was I was firing on all cylinders on the Switch. I decided to go back to Smash Ultimate uh, to check out Terry. And then in the process, I was like, you know what? I still haven't unlocked about 40 characters in this game. So I spent most of the day Saturday unlocking the characters in that game. And I think I've got all but one. And I don't know how to unlock the last character. So if somebody knows how to unlock the last character... You let me know. But uh, Terry is a lot of fun to play. He really is. I was uh, I was kind of skeptical of that character coming into the game. Because I was like, you know, we already have Ken. We already have Ryu. Do we really need Terry? But Terry is a lot of fun to play. And, and it, I haven't kept up with this game a lot. I don't know if anybody else has. But have they kind of tweaked that game to be a little more responsive to which character you're facing? Because I know when I played it before, one of the reasons I don't like Smash is because, like, every time you get in a fight, like... Are you character... fighting one-on-one? 
Um, I've done a little bit of both. Because if you're fighting one-on-one, he faces to turn the other character automatically. Well, I mean, yeah, but like I felt like even then, there were still a lot of times I was swinging at air because he didn't switch fast enough. It, it feels like the turn is faster now. And I don't know if that's just something they patched in or... But it's amazing how much is in that game that I can play it now and still see shit that I have yet to see. Um, and it's also amazing to me that some of the characters that I find most interesting I hadn't even unlocked. Like, because there's some of the later ones that you unlock, like Cloud and Mega Man and Bayonetta. I, fuck, I didn't even have Snake unlocked. So I unlocked all of that stuff this weekend. Mm. So, but yeah, that's one of those games that I bought and just never really played. And I even had the season pass, so like I had all TLC characters, but I just hadn't played it. Um, and then I'm playing a game called Sparklight, but I can't talk about that till this week. Um, I'm about ready to write my review of the Lion King slash Aladdin collection. Lion King um, still sucks. That second stage. Um, <laughs> it. I'm looking at it more as of the collection itself, and it's built by the Digital Eclipse team, the same guys that did the SNK. So it's got the playthrough. It's can, got the reverse as well. It's got the reverse, but the big thing about the SNK collection was like you could watch a video of somebody playing the game and then jump in wherever they were. Yeah. Uh, which I think is one of the coolest features of these old collections. So in case you like don't want to play through a certain section, you can just kind of skip past it, which I like. Um, it's kind of weird, like the games that are in that collection. Like, and, and I and I know I'm probably wrong of which versions, but like the Super Nintendo version doesn't exist of Aladdin, I think. That's but, because Capcom made that one. Yeah, and then the Genesis version is in there, and then there's like the portable versions. Well, and then the, the Genesis version's in there, then there's the edited Genesis version that's yes. in there. And then there's like the, a fix. There's then like there's the, the Game, Game Boy. Boy. Yeah, the Game Boy version's in there. And then the Lion King, you get the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, you get the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color versions. Yeah, so like there's a lot of versions of the games in there. I think Digital Eclipse should be tasked to handle all retro collections going forward. Well, they're doing a better job than M2 at this point, so yep. Yeah, I, I think Digital Eclipse is really, you know, being headed up by Mike Micah and his just, they have an appreciation for those games that a lot of, you know, companies don't. I think it's uh, super interesting that for the Aladdin, they went and talked to the team that made it uh more, I think it was uh, Victor Lucas and Electric Playground that did that. But um, they they went and actually talked to the devs now about Aladdin and them making it twenty years ago. Um, yeah. The Lion King video, however, is uh, from back in the day. Like it's, and I mean, you know, I don't know who you'd be able to get to talk about that, but yeah, that was that was a neat thing that like I didn't expect them to do was have a video about the making of and stuff yeah it's it's a nice collection it, it really is um but you really have to have kind of a love for those two games in order to know whether or not it's worth it especially without the super nintendo version of aladdin being you know not in there but no uh, outside of overwatch that's really what i've spent a lot of time playing this week and then <clears throat> As we mentioned, this is kind of the last big week of releases for the year. Um, the last big, big boy games are coming out this week. 
So this week we've got Romancing Saga 3, uh, B Simulator, Bridge Constructor Portal, Portal Proficiency, Contagion VR Outbreak, Doctor Who, The Edge of Time, Dusk Diver, uh, The Neverwinter Nights Enhanced Edition. Oh, Raging... is that this week? Yeah, that's this week. Wow. Okay. Rage... Raging Loop, Day 1 Edition. Uh, Valfaris is continuing to trickle out on more consoles this week. VR Ping Pong Pro. Yaga. Last Labyrinth. Mercenary Wings, The False Phoenix. Fractured Minds. Kittened. Mad Games Tycoon. Sparklight, which I talked about a minute ago. The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets. Astroneer. Blasphemous. I'm assuming these are physical copies. Uh, Golem. Jack X Combat Racing. Risk of Rain 2. Slay the Spire. Tokyo Ghoul Recall to Exist. Torchlight 2. World of Warships Legends Firepower Deluxe Edition. Woven. And Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That's the big one. Yeah, well, there's a bigger one in a minute. Um, on Xbox only, the Spider Solitaire F. Uh, Jumanji the video game is dropping this week. Tokyo Warfare Turbo. And Woven. All right, let's go to the Switch, which I think has the biggest release this week. Yes. Um, but outside of that, we also have a bunch of the stuff we already said. We have Draw Chili, Everspace Stellar Edition, Super Street Racer, Thief of Thieves Season 1, Zen Chess Collection, Hold Down, Balthazar's Dream, Fishing Star World Tour, Galactic Defense Squadron, Labyrinth of the Witch. My God, I read this wrong. It's Perils of Baking, but I thought it said Penis of Baking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Push the Crate, Rocket Wars, Scarlet Mystery, Cursed Child, Some Distant Memory, Squidgy's Takeover, Sudoku, Relax 3 Autumn Leaves, Mars Power Industry, and then, in my opinion, probably the biggest release of the week, maybe the biggest release of the year, Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's this week. Yep, that is Friday, same Holy day as Jedi. Moly. Yep, and also this week it was supposed to be the same day as Doom. Yes, it was. Yeah, Doom was supposed to be out this week. Motherfucker, we could have been playing Doom this week. If sure. it was bad, though, I'm glad they put it on the, like, just take more time. Make sure it's I'm okay right. with the delay. I, I, you know, Doom don't probably would have been in my top ten, but yeah. don't ruin. Like, if there's any fear that you might ruin Doom, don't put it inside. That first one was great. Yeah, I don't think they'll ruin that. I don't think yeah. so either. It looked pretty good from the previews, but if they think that there's something wrong with it, I'd rather them fix it. How crazy is it? Pokemon's out this week. Are you picking up Pokemon? Uh, probably. Does your son like Pokemon? He loves Pokemon. Then there you go. Yeah. yeah. 
that's the big reason why I'm probably getting. Yeah, it's on my son's Christmas list. So, yeah. hey, you know what? I will probably play it. I mean, I think everybody in the world's probably going to play Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's weird because to me, I think those are actually pretty good turn-based role-playing games. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they're good video games. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Like they always have been. I mean, you can joke about it, you can make fun of what it is, but you cannot deny the quality of those games. Yeah. I so, fell off around uh, black and white, the first one, not the second one, and I tried to get back into them in the 3DS, and I found it too, I, I hate to be like this, I found it too easy. Like, there was certain things where I'm like, you, you were really right in the line of, this is the perfect amount of difficulty, and like Diamond and Pearl and Soul Silver and stuff, and then it just was like, but what if we did experience share with all the Pokemon? And I was like, yeah, ah, uh, okay. I think I think you know it came from me losing interest in portable systems that I stopped playing Pokemon. Yeah, and they didn't really do a solid like Let's Go Pikachu is not a great Pokemon. Um, so That's I've been right. kind of, I, I didn't even think about getting that. Yeah, it's not great. Um, what is, what is it? Is it is it Pokemon? It's Pokemon Yellow, but it's, it's dumbed down for. Yeah, it's people. very dumbed down. Yeah, yeah it's very like Pokemon Go. The control scheme is very bad, in my opinion. I like don't... they were selling that controller there that was a Pokeball that had like an analog stick, and then you just pretend yeah, to throw um, the ball. You, to you can actually use that for this new Pokemon too. The uh, Switch uh. version of Pokemon Go, though, or Pokemon Pikachu, let's go. You can't use a Pro controller to play it. Correct. Why? Yeah. Because it's only it, one one controller at a time, and it's got motion controls in it. Yeah, it's oh. forced motion controls. That's another reason I fell because I bought that game because I was like, yeah, Pokemon on a on a I can play it on my TV, and then I played it and I made it about an hour in. I was like, nah, it's it's not for me. Mm. So I want a proper Pokemon that I can play with my Pro controller. Truthfully, well, it's coming out Friday apparently. I, I know, I I know, and you know what the worst part is? Is I have no idea which. Word What's the difference? Where to go? There's a few Pokemon difference. Yeah, but I don't know which one. I don't know anything about it. That's so. the thing is, I don't really know either. Like, I, yeah, apparently every Pokemon in this game is new. Yeah, it's not. I, th- I think it's got a smaller list of Pokemon, and it's yeah, not. it's it's got the carry. Like Pikachu's still there. You know, Charizard is there, but um, are, are, like they have drastically decreased the amount of Pokemon that are carried. And people are upset, but they. You've got to remember that, like, Black and White was going to try to do this, and it flopped hard, and they ended up basically reissuing that game as Black and White 2. Um, and, like, what, you don't use half the Pokemon. Like, let's be honest, there's some real stinkers in there. Yeah. And you want the whole catalog? Like, you either want them to move forward and make a different game, or you want them to have all the Pokemon. Like, at, at some point, Something has to give. So, like, I know people are upset, and I get it. Some people's favorites, like the fact that Bulbasaur is not there, like, and Squirtle's not there. That's a little weird, but at some point, like, they have to start, you know, decreasing the amount of Pokemon that are in there. Have, like almost a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, the, I feel. The issue, I think it it came a little too convoluted. Like Sun and Moon, I reviewed both of those. And I was just like, there are so many mechanics well, in this game. I mean, then there is like, you know, uh, in in Diamond and Pearl, they introduced weather 
And now, I mean, the weather in that wasn't dynamic, but that certain Pokemon had boosts in certain weather. So if it was raining, like certain Pokemon have, were better at attacking or moving or like the speed increase. And then like you had to level up EV near a specific stone to get it turned into this one. And so like, it became a little yeah. much to balance. And I, again, I think Diamond and Pearl was like the furthest you could take that before it, it got too complicated. And I think their solution to having all the other stuff that they added in that and to add more to it, they were like, well, let's decrease the amount that you have to work on actually leveling up your team. So then they made experience share, not an item that one Pokemon held, but that it just delivered all the experience, like just evenly yeah. distributed. Just the experience. And I was like, well, that kind of breaks this game, doesn't it? Like the other RPGs don't do that for a reason, or they give so little to the other characters that it only keeps them, you know, a little bit easier to level up when you inevitably do is just like that game series moved away from what I liked, but that's okay. It's like there's other games that I can enjoy. It was just one of those. I grew out of Pokemon to some extent. I still love the character designs and stuff. It's just not a reason for me to buy a switch right now. So. All right. Uh, so those are the big games coming out this week, but let's talk a little bit about news. There is a few I things. You're going to say steam releases. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Let's talk about the shakeup at Sony. So, PlayStation 5's on the horizon. This sure. week, Sony announced a whole bunch of movement. So, Shuhei Yoshida is moving into a new role where he is going to work with uh, indie developers and third-party companies to bring content to PlayStation. And Guerrilla Games co-founder Herman Holst, I think is how you say his name, is the new head of PlayStation's Worldwide Studios. So he's going to be the guy on stage now? I don't know who the guy on stage, I would assume. Well, Andrew House still does a lot of stuff too, right? He left. Was he, was, who was the one that was like the head? Sean Layden. Yeah. And he just left via tweet. Remember that? Yeah. And then Which Andrew House weird. left, so where's he at now? Uh, I think he retired. Oh, okay. Yeah, he retired. So... Kaz doesn't do anything. Andrew House retired. Sean Layden, apparently, we still don't know what happened there. That was weird. Um, Shuhei's still there. The guy that runs Guerrilla Games, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn and Killzone, is now the head of Worldwide Studios. <laughs> it's a weird thing going on over at Sony. I don't know. Um, I don't... There's not a lot of news, man. When twenty of no them, news is good news. Twenty of the stories I'm looking at on the sites that I pull news from is like tips for Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how to fight the thing, and it's like, oh god, there's a spoiler in your stupid fucking thing. Ah. Um, a couple of noteworthy things happening this week, though. Um, XO19 is Thursday. That is the big Microsoft celebration. I got a I got a juicy little rumor. I don't know if it's true, but it would get me excited. I heard a name I have. What's the the Obi Wan line? That's a name That's I've a name not, I've heard. not heard in a long time. Tamanobu Itagaki is supposedly going to be at XO nineteen. Um, Itagaki is Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden DOA and Devil's Third. Yeah, I was gonna say Itagaki, whose last game was amazing and. Blamed well, everything let's, else let's, for the game's failure. 
let's be fair about Devil's Third. It went through two publishers and they didn't have the money. Could you imagine Itagaki with Microsoft money again? It, let's, let's be let's be fair. It wasn't good, and the other publishers were like, "Oof." Yeah, no, they THQ was the original publisher, and they threw it away. And Nintendo funded it, and that game was only available, I think, like digitally, and then like a very limited physical release. And there's a reason why that was a bad video game. <laughs> but um, if Itagaki's back under the Microsoft wing, and let's say he's going to make like a fighting game or third-person action game. I'd be down for that. I like Itagaki. Uh, I know it's not game news, but also launching this week, in case you haven't been on the internet, Disney Plus. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Really? Yeah. Man, it's loaded. Yeah, sure Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah, I'm with Disney. Drew. I just can't. I just don't care. Indiana Jones will be on there. I've yeah, seen those yeah, a million times. Yeah, but they're still fun to watch. Mm, yeah. True. Well, here's the thing, Drew. You will love Disney Plus when that little baby comes along. It'll be your favorite streaming service. You may be right. Trust me, streaming services are a godsend when you are a parent. Yes. That's what my parents did, so they set me up. I mean, I know that people will criticize you, like, oh, you should really parent your children. You know, sometimes you ain't got time to parent your children, and Netflix is a wonderful parent sometimes. <laughs> you know, maybe you should parent your kids. should only be used when your kids are talking shit online. Otherwise, who cares? Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I, I make sure that my child is or, parented. In or the when, the parent, when the parent comes out and goes, I can't believe somebody else would let this happen with my kid. Why would you let this happen with your kid? You're the parent. Yeah. No, it's, it's you know, I will stick up for my kid in every situation. But when he does something wrong, nah, we're going to have a talk. We're going to explain why that's wrong. So, yeah, that's, I mean, it's quiet. I, I, I found out you're you're playing Fortnite, son. <laughs> No, he have a discussion of what's right and wrong. He really wants to play Fortnite. I've I've kind of been against. I know Ryan. I know your son plays a lot of Fortnite. He does. Yep, he enjoys it. Yeah. Um, I I don't know why I'm so hesitant on letting him play it. Can you not turn off chat? No, you can turn off chat. Yeah. You can turn off all that stuff. You don't need to allow them any kind of you know interaction with the toxic communities of these games, but uh, I don't know. I, we let him play Overwatch, which is, which is weird, but he doesn't play Fortnite. Yeah, but they're not. I mean, they're, I played Max Payne, and I was... You know, well, I think with Overwatch, young. we let him play it because it's not with other people. Like, you can set yeah. up custom games with the bot AI, that's... and I, I hear that's available now in Fortnite. So Yeah, Jacob mostly plays with... Um... He plays with a couple of his friends from school, and he plays with. I don't let him. Pl- I don't let him be on voice chat with anybody that he doesn't know. But he'll yeah. play. He'll do party chat with a couple of his friends from school and my nephew, um, and they they have a good time. Yeah, I. I don't know. I, there's something like he he loves to play Minecraft a lot. 
Um, and still, fucking Goat Simulator. I will never understand children's asphyxiation with fucking Goat Simulator. Yeah, Jacob still loves Goat Simulator too. I don't. I don't get it. Of course, I don't get their obsession with Hello Neighbor either. But um, yeah, that's another one that Jacob Hello loves. Neighbor. So, so Goat Simulator is just chaos. I mean, it's it's basically what if we turned up, made a whole game out of the um, uh, insurance fraud mini game in saints row but there was more chaos and you play as a goat i mean it was a joke originally and people said they wanted it so the team actually built it um you know you're in neighbor, the credits of that game right what what you're in the credits for goat simulator aren't you yes i am yeah why because i when they were first making that game and showing it off i was like um you guys should um Put a skateboard in there so we could uh, we could ride a skateboard as a goat. And okay. in, a la- in a later patch, they put a skateboard in, and I was and like, "Hey, I gave you that idea." And the PR guy said, "Okay, your name's in the credits." <laughs> That's great. My my name is directly below Gabe Newell. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Um, uh, as for um. As for Hello Neighbor, it's a it's a horror game for kids. It's or a kid friendly horror game, I suppose. Um, you know, you're sneaking in, like he's hunting you down. It's it, you know when you explain that game out of context, it's a dude who apparently has children locked in his basement, and you're trying to find them. And you're yeah, like, it's wow. a little bit different than that, but yeah, yeah, but that but that's like the elevator pitch. And like you I think he has kids locked in his. Yeah, basement. That's what I'm saying. Is like the Think that that should be the you think he is holding kids in his basement and the being the good citizen that you are, you're breaking into his house to find them. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, not to. I, I feel weird about saying spoilers about Hello Neighbor. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little different than that. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just a weird. It's actually, it's it's honestly a little bit dark for kids. Well, there's the prequel game that it, that shows you his fan, and it's. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, the um, but uh, there's actually a new one that my son's playing now. That's called Secret Neighbor. That's like a multiplayer Hello Neighbor. Yeah, I've seen that. One of the kids is actually the neighbor. Yeah, and you got to try and catch the other ones, and the other ones have I don't know some objective they have to accomplish or something. It's such a weird thing. Like kids love this game. Well, that's kind of creepy. So yeah. what happens when the neighbor catches a kid? In the game, they like disintegrate. <laughs> this is it's helping our argument for letting kids play this, right? Oh. Yeah. You're now in the basement. They sell they sell toys. <laughs> they sell toys of Hello Neighbor. They do. I think they what? might sell Mega Blocks. Yeah, now. it's it's a huge thing. Like really? Yeah, it's yeah. very Dude, big. It is it is a thing that we are not engaged with at all. I have but, never. Uh, I've seen I mean, a just picture. the fact that they've just the fact that they've now made three games should tell you that it's. Pretty popular. Honestly, I thought those were different games from different, like completely different things. Uh, no, they're all the same series. Is this Tiny Build? Yeah, Tiny Build makes them. Yeah, like this, I think made Tiny Build one of the biggest publishers. Yeah, so like, they got that, this Hello whole, this Neighbor, thing Secret thing. Neighbor, and what's the other one? Uh, hold on, uh, it's Hello Neighbor Hide remember. and Seek. Yeah, Hide and that's Seek. The that's the prequel. prequel. Yeah, and like Let's figure that out. It's a it's a, it's a it's a huge game that you don't know anything about. Drew. Block. I, yeah, I, that was wow. 
Roblox. Okay, boomer, apparently. Yeah, right? There there are a ton of games out there that are so big. Like, you know, we shit on Ark Survival Evolved every week, but that's one of the biggest games in the my, world. Oh, my Hold son, on, I don't shit on My Ark. son and my nephew, my nephew spent the night last night. They spent probably a total of, I don't know, 10 hours between yesterday and today playing Ark. Yeah, that game's crazy. crazy. I don't shit on Ark. I shit on the switch port of Ark. Uh, I've I've played Ark many times because it, it sounds like the, a game that I would love, but I think the Xbox awful. game looks like shit. I also shit on Atlas, which is just Ark but pirates. Yeah, that game came out. You remember that? And then they were trying to do another one. I'm pretty sure it was like World War II or something. I don't know. I know yeah. they're focused on Atlas right now. Yeah, somebody hacked into the Atlas game, and there was like World War II planes no, like falling no. out of the. Sky. It was like more like they found the menu because all they had to do was the same thing they do in Arc, and it opened up the developer tools. It wasn't even like a hard hack. It was literally they left in everything that was wrong with Arc into this game. And yeah, and I'm playing a medieval Arc kind of game for review. Yeah. There's a lot of games like that. I don't like those games. I don't either. They're they're not for me. The the just kind of here's a world, do whatever the fuck you want kind of thing. It's not Yeah. Mm-mm. It's it's trying to hit on that Minecraft thing, but take a spin. Yeah. I totally forgot, but I also played that new Super Lucky's Tale. There's always one game I So tell me how this is Tell me how this is any different from Lucky's Tale on Xbox other than the fact that they fixed this game. I mean, it's the same game, but you can spin the fucking camera around. Fuck, these assholes won't patch the Xbox version. Yeah, I'm kind of... That's irritating. I'm very impressed with how good it looks. Like, I was expecting it to be... Because if you remember, as sad as it was, Super Lucky's Tale was the first game for the X that was like 4K. So it was super sharp and really pretty. but. Like it's a this decent one, little game. It is, and this one basically makes it a even more decent video game because they give you control of the camera, which is something you did not have in that original release. And that's huge. I mean, the side-scrolling levels are still the side-scrolling. They are what they are. But the 3D platform levels are so much easier with a proper 3D camera. And it irritates me because this is now the third time that they've basically made the same game. Yeah, because it was originally an Oculus exclusive. Yes, and then they brought it. It was Lucky's Tale, then it was Super's Lucky Lucky's Tale, and this is new Super Lucky's Tale. And I've played all three versions. I that was actually one of the first <sighs> Oculus games that I played, and I thought it was. I didn't know you had an Oculus. I do. It's in the closet now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for a while, I didn't have a PC that could run the games well on it, uh, and now it's like I could set it up, but the the fucking the sensors are a pain to set up in a small space. So I don't really mess with it a whole lot. VR is cool. VR is very cool, but I really I still, need it. To... I still haven't tried it to see if it'll work for me, so I need to try it at some point. I'm kind of waiting... Either. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting for things to get less convoluted. Like, PlayStation VR is probably the least convoluted because a lot of the games are designed to be played sitting down with a controller in your hand. 
but the games that are like stand up and do stuff, it's hard to do that when you don't have a ton of room where I play games. So, but no, I hope VR continues to evolve. I just wonder if they can afford to because it's so expensive and I can't imagine it's, it's exactly flying off the shelf. Um, we got a few tweets, not a ton. No emails. No, dude, that email hasn't got an email in it since September. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if people are just not sending emails to the inbox or if the inbox is broken. I haven't got any errors. Or, or, or people stop listening. Yeah, nobody's listening anymore. That's fine. We didn't have very many people listening to begin with. Yeah. It's kind of funny because sometimes there'll be weeks where we have like, 20 tweets and then there are weeks like this week where we have like five so uh mookie just says what's good to it right now i don't know what that means um it's great to bring my portable pc gaming machine with me but man i have too many things to do at work i won't be able to play shit (laughs) yeah well you shouldn't be playing video games at work come on now no you should be working at work although to be fair one day on my lunch break, I played a game of StarCraft, but that's because I worked. <laughs> oh, like recently? Different. Yeah, like when I got the new PC. And it was I on just, your lunch break, so. Yeah, I, mean, I started my Blizzard launcher. Yeah, I, I, I was getting my Blizzard launcher. And I was like, oh yeah, I have the HD version of StarCraft. I think I've played twice. So I downloaded <laughs> and played it a third time. On your brand new PC, let me boot up a game from 1997. That is better than 90% of the games out now. Mm. Starcraft's one of the best games ever made, Drew. Don't, don't at me. I, uh, I've i never played it. Yeah, you should have. I don't like real, real-time real strategy games. You know what? I don't like real-time strategy games except for Starcraft. No, there you go. <laughs> um, Chad says, my six-year-old son wants to give you all a hot take. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm he all says, about it. Let's hear it. He says Portal Knights is way better than Minecraft. It's time to tell you to have the talk with your son about what's right and wrong. <laughs> the uh my son has played Portal Knights and he liked it. Yeah, it's fine. Is it's it a different a, game? Is it a Minecraft kind of game? It's not no, really. No, not really. I mean you could you could point to a couple things that are taken from Minecraft, but it's not a Minecraft game. Well, I wasn't a big fan of Minecraft anyway, so... I mean, I've always described Minecraft as Legos, but apparently there's like a whole other level of No, that's... What's it called? Help me out. Roblox? Roblox! Roblox isn't Legos at all. Their characters sure look like fucking Lego. Yeah, but that's like saying, well, Minecraft is all blocks, so it's Legos too, but I'm talking about the mechanics of the games. Oh. Roblox is like fucking... Roblox. Roblox Roblox is is every thousand and one game cartridge that came out for the oh, so terrible it's All also terrible it's also broken. one of the most like customizable games like if you really sink your time into it it's got a really deep back-end creation tool it does yes so i've seen some wacky shit on there like there's some really dumb shit on there like there is with any kind of creation game but there are some people speaking of things where people make things whatever happened to dreams whatever huh? happened to what dreams Oh, they canceled that, didn't they? No, it's out in early access, but they've never officially 1.0'd it. Oh. Well, it'll get canceled. Probably. Yeah. 
Presumably. Um, Chad also says, is there anything you are all keeping an eye on for potential Black Friday sales here in a couple weeks, digital sales or box stores? I'm holding out on picking up Death Stranding and Star Wars till that weekend. Figure I might be able to save a few bucks. Maybe. I have too many games as it is. You want to you hear the funniest thing about the Black Friday? So they're already out there. Need for Speed Heat is on the Black Friday sale for $35. Oh, wait. I got a better one for you. Shinmu 3 is in the Black Friday ad for $35. Is that game even out yet? Nope. Comes nope. out next week. How, how did you? How could you say that Pokemon is the biggest release when you of didn't this even? Oh, next week. Okay. This is Shinmu's next week, Drew. You know, all twelve, that. all twelve copies of that game will sell next week. I I know it. So, no, they've already been sold, Ken. Yeah, that's the except problem. for the Steam codes. We don't we don't do Steam. Well, yeah, we don't talk about. We all got refunds for our Steam codes because we can't install another launcher on our PC to play a game that we've been waiting twenty five years for. But they've yeah. already they've already they've already sold the game. Like I, I, there's going to be a few people, but like for the most part, like you've already sold the game to the people that want it. Yeah. But those people are going to buy a second copy, Anthony. Well, those people are stupid. I mean, so the people buying that, it the first time are stupid, but you know, that's the problem I see with, <laughs> with the, the Kickstarter stuff is that everybody who's going to play that game has already paid for it. Yeah. It's, there's a reason why it's already 30, like almost $30 off. Which is why you're not going to get a Shinmu 4. What are you talking about? They'll just run another Kickstarter. And, 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 and I mean, them. sure, but, you know, fool me once. But no, Drew. No, Drew. They already pulled that one because they did the Kickstarter and then they did another fundraiser after. Wow. And, and anybody that's like, you know, giving me shit and says, hey, you know, we about the ending, like it doesn't end. And you want to know why? You're never getting an ending if it wasn't with this game. Wasn't it supposed you to be like eight dummies. games? It was supposed to be like 26 initially, I think. No, but it's like it, it, so many parts. And Shenmue 1 to two and 2 are like so many chapters in a thing. And then this is so many chapters in the story. There's like 22 chapters, but then like, I don't know how many games that was supposed to be or some stupid shit. And I was upset that he's like, well, I'm making, I want to make a new one. Okay, cool. Then he was like, it's not going to be the end of the game. Well, then you're an asshole. Who? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, if you love Shinmu, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I, I, I am, but the cult around that game. Insufferable. It, it's just, it's unbearable because it is at best a okay. mediocre fucking game. <laughs> Man, I just, I played through the entirety of Shinmu, and it's uh, yeah. I had never played it before. I I mean, I, I feel like I'm qualified to make an opinion on it. I, I maybe in 1999 that was cool. It was cool for a little while in 1999 because I was there. It was cool in 1999. Yeah, but uh, after but, a while, man. it was just kind of like, oof. This is this is some inane tedium. I do not need to deal with. Yeah, I just yeah. Story, I say that going it's not that great anyway. I'm gonna play Death Stranding after this. <laughs> Talk about tedium. I'm like, deliver this package. Okay. Uh so Curtis, speaking of Death Stranding, sends us a tweet. 
Who is on? <laughs> I forget this is coming out next week. Who is on the hype train for the Stadia release? Uh, no. Oh. That's out next week. See how much Google's been supporting that? Yeah, lots of, of lots of advertisements for that thing. That shows you this is this is Google this is Google's MO. They come up with an idea, they push it right right as the idea is new and fresh, but then come closer to release, they drop it and then it dies. This is like people thought I was crazy because around the same time as their Google Glass VR was starting to become a thing and people said AR is not the future and then one of the most popular apps of all time Pokemon Go used AR in a rudimentary way and people were like oh it's all about the AR now uh Google doesn't make Google Glasses anymore they don't even use the app on the phone like they had a they had a, go- a Google Goggles app that is gone like it, it's gonna flop. Like this is like, Google tries their best to, to imitate things. You know, look at Google Plus. Yeah, and it's just like look at it, dead. Yeah, it's, it's dead. No longer exists, and it's just you know I, this, this service. This service has not done anything to bring people in. They've just. Every time anybody brings up a question about like bandwidth, they go, "It's just gonna work." That's not how this this goes. It, nothing just works. It's not magic, <laughs> All right? Like you have to explain it. It's the force. Yeah, the force. That's right. Everything is go because force of yourself. the force. The force is just space magic, anyway. You're fucking right, it is, Drew. It's the best space magic. It's, it's stupid. Midichlorians and Jar Jar Binks. All right, I, second. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I. I hope everybody that's getting it gets a good product. I just don't any hope for that thing. Yeah. Uh, the second part of his tweet says, "What if Death Stranding wasn't a Kojima game? Would the reception be any different? Also, its review scores. Yes, you it see would any be tens. different. It would be very different. I can't say that I would argue with that." I, it's 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 the fact. It's. I think so the Kojima people... name carries a couple points with it. It does. It does. But I also think I also think you could, I could see people yeah. giving it the sort of six to eight score. Still, uh, it's a very pretty looking game. Uh, the the thing that I would say though is that you wouldn't see any tens for this game. And if it if it was a it was not a Kojima game, all it would take was Die Hard Man for somebody to be like, dude, this shit is terrible. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if this was if Kojima's name was not on this game, one of the quotes in the review would be like, "Boy, there's a foundation for something really interesting here. They just don't reach it." Yeah. But instead, since it's a Kojima game, it's like you just need to understand what is happening. You need genius. Yes. Is unique. It's almost like people like to take a wine glass and fart in it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what it sounds like. I'm just like, come on, guys. <laughs> wine glass and fart. In it. <laughs> Jesus so here's a here's an interesting. It's here's South an Park. Inter- <laughs> here's an interesting story that I heard on a podcast that I'm sure you guys who. Um, large, so there was large a, explosive. There was a event, I think it was in New York, where 
journalists went to meet with the stars and Kojima about Death Stranding. Someone who, if you listen to this podcast, knows that they are kind of a huge Kojima fan. And Kojima and him were having a conversation. Kojima at one point asked him, what did you think of the game? What review score did you give it? And it just so happens that the site that reviewed this game did not like it, gave it a two out of five. And as soon as Kojima asked him that question, PR pulled him away and introduced him to somebody who gave it a 10. (laughs) I thought that was a very interesting, you know, little tidbit that I heard. Kojima has been living in Kojima world for quite some time now. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't understand when, when people don't understand him. Yes. Apparently during this event, he was asking everybody Metacritic and what they scored the game. That's a fucking dickhead move. That is. That, like, how can you learn? How can you learn you anything? You don't want to learn. Exactly. How can you learn from things like, you know, are, should you have called him Die Hard Man? You know, it, no, because Die I'm, Hard is a movie, and that's all I think about is some asshole so, that's obsessed with movies going, oh, I want to name this character Die Hard, but that'd be stupid. No, so I'm just going to call him so, Die Hard Man. I'm going to explain this to you, and this is going to be the most Kojima explanation you've ever heard in your life, but every single character in that game, their name means exactly what they are, and it's pretty easy to pick that up. The game spends at least 20 to 25 minutes explaining everybody's name at some point in that game. Well, I mean, like, you're a porter, and your name is Sam, and you work for Bridges. Yeah. Sam Porter Bridges. But I mean... Boo! His name is Die Hard Man. Because he and dies hard. it's hard for him to die. Because it's hard for him to die. I mean... But they, they spend 25 minutes explaining that. I mean, yeah, they spent 25 minutes explaining why Quiet wears a bikini everywhere. You will be ashamed of your words and deeds. I, I still can't get over the fact that like, she breathes through her skin. Okay, could you explain the part where she literally is like just rubbing her breasts in front of your face? And the chopper? <laughs> You asshole. That helps her breathe. Anthony. Yeah, fuck off. That's the way. That's how those she are, breathes. Those are breathing exercises, Anthony. Stupid. Fucking she was out of breath. It's that. This is and this is the this is the difference. At least with this game, it seems to. It seems like all that dumb stuff isn't like silly fan servicey so far in Death Stranding. There's one. And, okay. Well, the, the it happens. Worst part, it happens about midway through the game. The stupid, oh, fuck, I hate it so much in, in Metal Gear would be like, war is terrible and there's a bunch of victims. And now this man throws bees at you. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, the I bees mean, are representative of the war. Well. That's yeah. why he has pain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, and I think, I think the, the problem, and then the people, always, people always you, come to me. <laughs> he turns, he morphs the bees. I just, bees I just at think you guys. Let just, me ask you a question. What do bees make? Honey. Make honey. Mi- what rhymes mi- with honey? Money. Why are wars fought? Money. money. Boom. Have you seen Black Dynamite, Ryan? I uh, no, I don't know what you're you, talking about. Oh, uh, okay. Because there's a movie where they called Black Dynamite, and they have a sequence that is uh, the them figuring out the plot of the um, conspiracy. In the way that you just fucking did that, <laughs> like through non sequiturs, just bullshit reasoning. I truly, every time you talk about the bees and the pain, I just think of that Cage movie. 
The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. Not the base. Not the base. Not the base. But like, and people always like, well, you know, there's weird stuff in the first Metal Gear Solid game. Yes, but it's stuff that the government actually looked into, like psychic abilities. And sure, the guy actually has psychic abilities, which is kind of dumb, but it was also something that was, you know, a thing that the government actually looked into. And he's a psychotic mantis. Yeah. He also reads your memory card. He also reads your memory card. Yeah. For the government. <laughs> the government. <laughs> and the, the government. government wants to know what Konami games you've been playing. But yeah. it, 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 well, but you know what? Like, and then it was like, it's poi poi, it, by the way, in case you were curious. <laughs> it got dumber and dumber as we went along. Like, it was like, oh, okay. So it's like a small moment. And then it was really just more and more stupid of like, why do these women have no clothes on? Like, the pinnacle, the pinnacle, in my opinion, of Kojima, this seems cool, so I'll do it, even though it's dumb, will always, in my opinion, be vamp. Oh fuck! I'm gonna run the, on water. Get the the nano machine vampire. The nano pyre. You know. Yeah. The nano pyre. How do I explain this? Just fill in the blank with nano machines, and it's, nano. Be- oh, it's okay. always nano machines. Everything was. Everything was nano machines. <laughs> if if it was if if he wrote magic, people would be throwing a fit. But they're like, no, no, it's technology. There's actual things as nano machines. Yes, and they don't make people fucking vampires. So fuck off. <laughs> You don't know that. You've never been infected uh, with machines. Fox died. They also uh, when it also got overly ridiculous when they decided to make the Metal Gears like fucking cows. <laughs> they like, make cow move, noises too. Where they walked on like uh, actual animal type legs instead of being giant robots, which was really yeah. freaking cool. I. And they okay. roared. It's like, why okay. would you build? Okay. If you were trying to build a giant nuclear walking tank, why would you give it the ability to roar? Okay. What, what benefit does that serve? So, <laughs> so in Death Stranding, you could eventually earn the ability to send out drones to deliver your packages for you. Oh boy! And they hum a song and wear boots. <laughs> So they walk? They don't even yeah. fly? Yeah. They have legs. <laughs> is there is there not a way to, to get something to fly in this game? Uh, I have not seen anything fly. Oh, fuck God. Like, can you imagine if Amazon was doing Where they just put well, up... Like, and it just walks up to your door and kicks it, and then it just leans forward and drops your package off. It's, it's the one... It's the a song the whole time. Yes. No, it's, it's, it's the one cutscene I never skipped because every time you'd start it, the little thing on the floor would open up. The, the drone would come up with the packages oh on the on a rack on its head with the boots, and it would be like. What a dumb fucking idea! Great. Oh yeah. my god! I take it back because um, Jimmy is a genius. <laughs> It's the boots that kill me every time because it feels like they go to his body and it's not. Metal. I kind of wish, I kind of wish he had um, licensed the song. These boots were made for walking. Like the the thing with the thing with his games, you should always like look at them and say, okay, during the research and development phase, not of the game, but let's pretend we're in the game's universe for a minute. And we're building this robot. 
who in the game's universe is like, you know what this fucking thing needs? Boots. Put some fucking boots on it. <laughs> this this giant walking nuclear tank, you know what it needs? Make it move like a fucking cow. That's it. If it moves like a cow, we're good. The only, the thing that always stood out to me about those huge walking tanks was, man, they had some baby. They had some what? Some thunder thighs. They did? They had gams on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Just chokes you out with its legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the little tiny hoof feet, but it's got these massive thighs, man. So so can I can I just make a comment about how something really dumb happens in like the late missions in Metal Gear Solid 5? Yes. Because for fur enough out now, I think. So Psycho Mantis can as a kid can control the Metal Gear, whatever it was called again. Right with his mind, yeah. Why do they? Why, then why in Metal Gear Solid can he not control the Metal Gear with his mind? He's too old. He oh, forgot how. Fucking stupid. He forgot how. He was too busy looking at your poi poi saves. Oh my <laughs> god, that is so dumb. Like, oh yeah, he can. As a kid, he can move this. As an adult, absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you one thing. If nothing else, Kojima games provide endless entertainment. Oh, recollection. It, oh god! It just—it was always the the old, I, I, I'm okay with something being absolutely stupid and funny and weird. Uh, I just never liked the fact that it was like these these big commentaries on society, yeah. and then he, and then there's a fucking robot ninja running. <laughs> yeah, at the like, end of the song, it's, it's always like the it comes up. Oh, it's like you know, a perfect example. The end of Metal Gear Solid. It pops up on the screen, says, oh, there's still like 3,000 nuclear warheads on the Earth. And then it cuts away, and then it cuts to Revolver Ocelot saying, yeah, Mr. President, we uh, are taking care of it. It's just so stupid. <laughs> it, like, he, wants, he, he dips his toes in seriousness and then surrounds himself with, with a circus. With fat guys on roller skates with bombs. With a fat <laughs> guy on roller skates. This, oh, my God. I, as... as- I hate, uh, it. I hate him. I hate him. His 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 video games are a little bit like Alex Jones, where they're like they say something and you're like, "Wow, that he's right," and then they proceed to like say the craziest, stupidest shit, and you go, "I don't know if I can believe anything you've said at this point." I retweeted it earlier, but it was great. It was uh, it, somebody was playing Fallout. And they were walking, and it it showed that they spliced him into a cutscene in Fallout, and it was Alex Jones. He's like, "Listen here, fuckface, you've <laughs> yes. crossed a fucking line." They've <laughs> <just like laughs> also done that with Sega CD games. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I, it, in, I don't Metal Gear is so just stupid. like you, man. The like, I'm like, wow, that was poignant. All right, why the fuck is that guy like flying off in outer space by flapping his arms? Type of dumb. Everybody forgets like, Peace Walker, man. That's like that's like peak stupid. What if we had giant monster hunter monsters? I mean, not even that. He had like so the Metal Gears were controlled by a a little hub that had human being DNA in it because <laughs> only a human being could actually make the AI work properly. And they took Snake, the original Snake's old commander. And spliced her DNA into a Metal Gear to be the Peace Walker <laughs> that chooses when nuclear weapons are being shot off. 
but somebody finds a way to alternate to make it think that nuclear weapons have been shot off. So now it's going to shoot nuclear weapons off. Hey, hey, do you remember when Big Boss was basically just like in a bag? <laughs> was that Metal Gear Four, where it's just like his body in like a bag or something, and you're that's the only Te- you know, right. you're you that was that be- was technically Solidus Snake. Oh, yeah. okay. Because yeah, Big Boss is still alive in Metal Gear Four. You find that out on the two-hour so. ending. Yeah, the two-hour. Oh, hour yeah, ending. that's right. That's right. Yeah, he shows yeah, up at the yeah. graveyard. Yeah, I forgot about that. And he tells Snake, I don't see you like a son. It's because you're a clone. Yeah. (laughs) One of my many clones. And then you find... I think the biggest fuck you is that you find out you're not even Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid Five. Spoilers. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and the fact that he doesn't use Decoy Octopus for this. (laughs) You've wasted one of the coolest characters you have in your entire by not having you play as Decoy Octopus. No, Decoy yeah. Octopus was never used outside of MGS1. I and, know. And he doesn't even have his boss fight because they can't. Yeah, because he has a heart attack. Well, no, but they re- originally had this big boss fight planned out and it was too complex, so they removed it and then they re- used part of that for the octopus battle, whatever the octopus name is, in uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, um... Whatever. I know Screaming what you're talking octopus, about. Stupid fucking mess. Screaming octopus. Screaming yeah. octopus. Oh yeah, that you want to talk about some fan service? How about being able to like take yeah. pictures of those after you're done? Yeah. I and like you know what? The, the last you know reason what they, why I liked Metal Gear Metal Gear Acid was because it was just it was the Metal Gear sort of stuff, but they were like, "Fuck it, this is dumb. Let's just literally let's just like be dumb about, about it." Yeah, yeah, let's be dumb a, about it. This is a this is a Frankenstein like <laughs> monster chasing you down. Have fun. If they, if they they could have redeemed a lot of stuff for me in Metal Gear Solid Five if they would have at the very end, like you, you, I could do this. Like I, I I even came up with a better ending than he did. Like at the very end, you take over as Solid Snake, doing the mission. From the very first Metal Gear, and you go mm-hmm. and you kill Big Boss. Yeah. Here's the kicker. David Hader. Bam. There he is. You're playing as David Hader, Solid Snake. He was in the game, but no, he just got pissed off at David Hader and said, No, nah, I got Keith now. Well, it was. Can I just. So they. <laughs> this is how dumb this is. They clone Solid Snake. Apparently, you can just make a really good clone of, but you can just get another big boss by a mechanical arm and just brainwash them for you. I mean, are so we what all? What the are fuck we, is the point of cloning? I mean, they are we all just? Sick. Are we all just skipping past the point where Ocelot was liquid because it was his hand? But it wasn't. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. That's another one of those was but wasn't things that he because, loves to do. Oh, I bet you thought it was this, but it's actually this. I actually just conditioned myself to think like liquid, to make you think that liquid had taken over my body, but I'm really just Revolver Ocelot. Let's have a fist fight. The what? Let's have a fist fight on a roof. Let's have a fist fight on a roof. Let's have two fist fights on a roof, (laughs) because we had one in Metal Gear Solid. After you crawl through a microwave. There's a fist fight in Death Stranding. I'm on a roof. Nope, it's not on a roof. 
then you ruined it, Kojima. <laughs> I'm, I'm I don't know why I'm still talking like Ocelot. I'm going to introduce a character who likes anime, who is clearly the closest character to me, and that character is going to piss myself. That's Hideo Kojima. <laughs> like, he's a huge nerd. And this is just like it, one of my Japanese animes. It's just like one of my Japanese animes. Make me feel alive. <laughs> Hurt me more. Alive again. Oh my god. Oh, all right. This has been fun. Oh man, there's some. Yeah. Hope everybody's enjoying Death Stranding. Make me feel it. <laughs> I remember that punch. It's Gray Fox. It's Gray Fox. Gray the Fox. only cool cyber ninja they've ever had in that series. Don't I. I. Hmm. I think Raiden is an okay character. But no, only okay. No, only okay. not as the Cyber Ninja. No, you're right. They tried to do was... too much extra. Like they tried yes. to make him too over the top. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I said I liked Raiden. I didn't say I liked Cyborg Ninja Raiden. I liked he's, him when he stopped a a, a frigate from, <laughs> from crashing into Shadow Moses Island. I like I like I liked Olga, who's basically just wearing the armor. And, yeah, and like a solid two. She's no Gray the, Fox, but she was yeah, but still Gray cool. Fox is, I mean, he's connected to the story. That's the thing. Like, yeah. So is Olga. Yeah, but <laughs> Olga there's, there's a difference between Metal Gear Solid connected to the story and Metal yeah, Gear well, Solid 2 connected to the story. There's, there's a difference between Metal Gear Solid and the rest of the series. 100%. Yeah. Whew. It's... What if these? What if we had a bunch of random weird villains, but you don't really like any of them because who gives a shit? All right, well, I suppose you should go yeah. listen to Phoenix Down's coverage of Metal Gear Solid One through Four. I should because it'll probably just be a bunch of pointing out the dumb shit. Oh, we, whoa, we did. We did five. Uh, we did five. That's the episode where I got continuously drunk. drunk <laughs> the further the show went on. Yeah, I feel like that'll be the way I end up doing. Uh, Right. God. So I might call into work and just just binge drink the whole day. I, w- I would say our one of our most successful Phoenix episode covering Metal Gear Solid, the first game. And yeah, that was fun. That was good because I mean, like I before we started even talking about the game, I went through the history of Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two, like the Metal NES Gears. games, and like even then we were cracking up. Because I was like, uh, a crisis happens in Zanzibar land. Zanzibar, Zanzibar land. land. And Kim went, <laughs> like, and he was like, you know how, you don't understand how stupid you sound right now. I'm like, yeah, trust me, this is the tip of the fucking iceberg. Oh, yeah. Oh, Metal, yeah. Metal Gear on the NES was the very first game that I ever owned, not counting Mario Brothers. The very first game I ever owned. And you bought it because Kyle Reese was on the cover? I bought it because it had a, uh, I was, you know, I don't know, six, seven. I mean, that cover was badass. The cover was badass, yeah. And then I didn't understand it, and I made my mom take it back to the store because it was broken (laughs) because I didn't have any weapons to start with. Yeah, you didn't shoot anybody, and you're like, what the fuck kind of video game is this? What is this crap? Punching dogs. Okay. Punching dogs. I fell asleep. I feel asleep. I feel asleep. I feel asleep. Oh, man. Oof. All right. So that's video games for this week. 
This is this has become the Kojima <laughs> hour. It's all right. It's all right. And whenever we get people get past them, we start talking about Kojima. This is God Almighty, man! Like he's. You know what? You know what, Drew? Though, if there would not have been a Metal Gear Solid, there would not be a website. This is true. <laughs> Let's never forget that. Let's never forget that fact. Yeah. Oh, that game. Oof. I just. I don't know. Like he he went crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, I I don't know that that's it. I think it's more he was always there, and he just got progressively less editing. We also we also enabled him by talking about his games constantly. Yes. I mean, everybody talks about his games, and it's just like it's just going back to the WWE thing. Where your your boy Vince McMahon doesn't think that there's anything as such as bad press, right? And we've just spent the last hour making fun of every stupid thing that's ever been in a Metal Gear game. And Kojima's probably like, "Yeah, give me." Give me I'm does, argue, but, give but then me he pulls more. away PR people because they're they're uh, he's asking them what they gave the score to. <laughs> oh I'm sure, gonna, I'm gonna argue one difference though. The WWE game plays like shit, and at least Kojima's games are fun. Yeah, true. I mean. Like playing not, wise, uh, like removing all the stupid shit around it, those games are fun. Oh, they played great. Play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, they they got there. No argument. Let's argue. be fair. Let's be fair. Let's go back to the original Metal Gear kind of. The, the but the NES games aren't his. No, no, no. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, I think that that's shit. Good. Yeah, I think it that game play. holds up still. Well, it well, for play. what it is, I think it holds up really well. Uh, when's the last time you played it? Not too long ago. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably. Oh wait, maybe I, I, I love that game. I love that game. I know that game inside and out. I've played through it dozens of times. Seven years ago, I think. Now it's um, it's not yeah, a great we, video game. Yeah, we went back and did it for Phoenix Down, and even us. Yeah, but you didn't rough. think you could use analog control. That's true, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, it doesn't help much. No, no, it's still it's still a no, very it's not very it's not a very good game. No, I I it's it a the... great game. It doesn't control very well. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's a lot of really weird issues that, like, even the game doesn't even tell you. Being able to crouch and hold the crouch button to be able to run and shoot in MGS2, and uh. there's a lot of weird things in those games, and they don't play. Like, Metal Gear Solid 4 was the first game that played like it felt like a it should have played. <laughs> it played like know. a third-person Metal shooter? Gear, Metal yeah. Gear Solid 3 subsistence does. Yeah, to an extent, but it's still not as polished as MGS4. Like, oh, no, when but... they brought in the guy from, what was his name? Um, Brian, what's his name? I don't know who you're talking Brian about. Brian Payton. They brought him in for MGS4 for, like, how to make this feel like a shooter. And that's why MGS4 played the way it did. And where was he from? I don't remember where, it, I want to say Call of Duty, but I might be wrong. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. he, he went off to do his own thing. Got away from Kojima. This guy's nuts. <laughs> I can't deal with cows with super thighs. <laughs> Robot cows. Robot cows with super thighs. And and whips. Remember they had the whips that came oh, out? Oh yeah. 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 And riding be slicing through their hamstrings. Yeah. <sighs> what a thing, man. What a thing. Anyway, that's the show. Um, if you want, 
tweet at us. It's at M4G Podcast. All of us are on Twitter. Anthony's at NTRSKT. Drew is at DMF Fury. Ryan is at WombatRP. You can follow me at ZTGD. Decided ZTGD content. Check out that Phoenix Down. What's what's up? What's on tap? We're just doing a uh, intermission episode about JRPGs this week because somebody m- emailed Drew and asked us. asked us about it. All right. And then, of course, if you want to send us an email to light up that box that's been dormant for three months, it's a podcast at ZTGD.com. Whew. Well, that's it. Next week, we'll be talking Pokemon. Yeah, I guess so. And Star Wars. Yep. I'll That's talk good... about neither of those things. Shame on you. I'm not picking up uh, Star Wars, and I'm not. I don't have a Switch, so I guess Pokemon's out of the question, right? I don't know why you haven't bought a Switch yet. Because there isn't enough for me to want to play. It's two games. I mean, how much do you need, dude? Okay. There's a lot more than two. There's games. a lot but, but more of stuff than... I need to. I want to play that is Switch only. There's been more than two great Nintendo first-party games this year. Let alone since not, launch. Like, desperate to play them, like Luigi's <sighs> Mansion and uh, Mario Odyssey, kind of it right now. Anyway, that's the show. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.